welcome to the Halloween special of the Computer Game Show. Boo! It's, it's Don't do David that. Turner. Okay, sorry. Uh, David Turner here. Matt Murray's over there. <laughs> Sean Bell. I can't think. Uh, there's no other scary noises. Just do That's that. Again. Do that one then. You want to, what, you want to go like that? Yeah, yeah okay. it's James Farley. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> just just say hello then. Hello. Ooh, that was the scariest yeah. of all of them. <laughs> Freaky. <laughs> um, right, okay, should we get straight back onto feedback from last week's well, show? I mean, did you, any note, did you listen to last week's show? Did, either yeah, I've of you got two? It. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I've, I've got my notes. Should we go through my notes? Well, yeah, well, why not? We? I yeah. mean, if, if you've not heard the show uh, before, if this is the first time of listening, if one of us takes a week off, then we take notes and report back the, the, the week after. Um, two and of if us two of you take week. a week off, then oh my God. <laughs> if two of us <laughs> take a week off, we've been texting each other about our notes throughout the week. <laughs> um, first of all, I'll get this bit out of the way. Good show. Well done. You, um, you, you got through it. You did well. I was Thanks. happy with the outcome. Yeah, enjoyed enjoyable listen. Um, uh, but there is a few things, and I'm not going to go crazy because I'm not allowed to do that anymore. You've made that clear. Um, I have got done a list. Wrong. We've done nothing Sorry? wrong. We did nothing wrong well, for you to I go mean, you crazy didn't over. Do, I've got to say, James, you didn't do much wrong. Matt, I okay. don't know what happened to you last what? week. What did I do wrong? I mean, you spoke a lot of shit on the podcast. <laughs> like, just flat out lies at times. Well, <laughs> like what? Well, okay, let me give you an example. And this wasn't on Please. the show. This wasn't on a show, but because I thought it would, it began and ended on the show. But in the week, I got sent a copy of the Mario Encyclopedia, and in that book, I took a photo of, oh look, it's Mario, and this is what Mario's like, and this is what Super <clears throat> Mario's like after he's eaten his mushroom. So I took a photo of it and tweeted it and said, oh look, I was right, right? and then you went crazy and started going, well, I expect an apology. Then I was correct, and I was like. Matt, I'm, if you weren't wrong, which I thought you were, maybe I was on your side then because I definitely said he's Mario and then becomes Super Mario when he eats a mushroom. And you were like, nope, nope, I, I no, 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 that was what that I said. said. We said when he's got his hat on. Yeah, no, but then we corrected that, didn't we? Because we said, no, on the older games, he has always got his hat on. My point was that when he's normal Mario, he's Mario, and then he becomes Super when he eats the mushroom. My point right, was that, that was... his name is Mario, it's not Super Mario. And I think the right, book proves that. but this that. book says it's wrong. Well, no, the book you call says him Super Mario, Mario after he's it had... He becomes Super Mario. Mario. But then on Twitter, you were going, see, I was right, look! So what yeah. happened then? Did you just forget your point of the argument? No, no, no. And then I, just... <laughs> my point of the argument was, his name is Mario, and you're like, no, it's Super Mario. And I was like, well, no, no his name I, is no, Mario. No, that's not the argument at all. Go, I would say go back and listen, but suspiciously, <laughs> that one episode where we discuss it cuts out I halfway through. I can't believe through. that. You are but kidding. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Shocking. Well, well, you you <laughs> thought, oh, I'm gonna, oh, I've either gone back or I never uploaded the entire episode in no, case that's that almost book ever came out. Happened. That's almost certainly what's happened. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, and definitely, you got yeah. proved wrong, and then you've just changed history. You've just changed history. <laughs> I mean, did travel, you go please. back and listen to it on YouTube? Because the full thing's on YouTube. I did, yes. And then you realised that you were wrong. No, because... It, Unbelievable. The argument okay. is that... Your argument was his name Super Mario. I was like, no, it's just Mario. That's it. No, his name is officially Mario. Was that or he as James Super kept saying Mario. during the show, it's Mario Mario. 
Yeah, but my argument was that he becomes Super Mario, and you said no. Super's got nothing to do with what he's called. It's the yeah, title I, of the game. You, you were saying like, that his no. name is actually Super Mario, but his, basically his name is Mario, no, but I he becomes Super. No, I didn't, Matt. Or re- listeners, go back episode twenty. I think it is. Yeah, on but YouTube, it's only available on our YouTube channel. So go in and subscribe. The, the week after, I think Sean put me right about the hat stuff. Right, because I forgot in the older games that he always had his hat on. But my point was clear: when he's little Mario, he's called Mario, and then he becomes Super Mario. Anyway, let's get on to last week's show. Right, <laughs> for fuck's sake. so here are my notes. Um, Matt's idea for premium podcasts. Oh yeah, go on. Right, okay. So there's two sides of the idea, right? There's yeah, I went through the both idea, last week. There's the idea that we do premium premium podcasts. And then there's the idea of what we can produce that we can we feel comfortable with classing as a premium podcast, right? So I come up with the idea of doing this, you know, doing our Game of the Year show, but, but for different consoles or games on that console and stuff like this. Agreed. You're, you're, you're claiming the whole idea because you saw the service on Podbean and let us know that it was on Podbean. So now you're claiming that <laughs> as your idea. I was just saying, how an idea would be we could do premium episodes. And then, then where did you get that idea from? I, I don't you know. It, it, was, it wasn't Podbean specifically. Yes, it was. Because well, it was where, after where, we joined Podbean. The, the idea went, came from. Oh, Matt, it wasn't. That's not an idea. That's not an idea. It was a suggestion, but it was, it was myself it's like who you brought going, it up first. Is what I was just confirming. And that's like you going YouTube's a service. Okay, well, why don't we do this, this, and this on YouTube? Oh, yeah, it's a really good idea. No, it was my idea because I said that YouTube was a service. It was a that doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So that was crazy, right? That was the first thing. Um, I've got some more here. Oh, please. Um, I never said we all walked around being incredibly jaded. That wasn't, that you wasn't what I said. Did. If you listen to, if you listen back to the episodes, are we all walking around incredibly jaded? That's, I that's don't, debating. I don't remember that, Matt. I think listen that's back a quote. To episodes. <laughs> right. But the, the, the most, the craziest thing that whole section is when you said, I never had a go about people queuing up for different games. Matt, <laughs> that was like your main thing that weekend. You kept banging on about people queuing up for Fortnite. And the thing what? is, I, I don't are you understand. Kidding? Like me, the Fortnite liker. Why would I be saying, Ooh. I can't believe those guys are queuing Sean, for Fortnite? Sean, am I misremembering this? No, I've, I've got this in my notes as well. Just, uh, but Matt was definitely baffled at people queuing for Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, right? We've got countless hours. I went back and listened to some old podcasts just randomly today because I had nothing else to listen to. And Matt was on the show taking the piss out of people queuing up for FIFA at these <laughs> events. So yeah, I, I, I don't understand that. why I you're suddenly going... I mean, it's on. if you watch the start of our Red show, Matt has a go about people queuing up for FIFA. I like, think I'm having a go, am I? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay so, next but, point but how have you gone from i don't think i was having a go to i've never said that in my life. i didn't <laughs> I, say that that whole weekend i don't weekend. think i was having a go well what's All your next weekend, point you were cute right um james this isn't a pop but golf story well, actually is a pop precision mode is explained right at the start and is a major mechanic of the game well if that's the case how is it i managed to get right through to the end without even having to bother using it if it's a major because mechanic? you almost definitely skipped most of the dialogue during I the tutorial not. i did not it's because <laughs> they introduce it and then you don't really have to use it again. I I've got the internet you use on my it every side. Every time with this. you putt, I've got every my... time you putt, you need that <laughs> Not James. Mode. James you is don't. chipping every time he putts. Just chips exactly. it. <laughs> no, I, see, I've got the internet on my side with this because I've been Ooh. looking this up, and tons of people have said exactly the same thing. It's about it's... precision mode or the. Spe- I, I'd agree if you were talking about the special shots, 
that the precision mode is like like it's I mean it's a basic mechanic that's explained right at the start. But anyway, okay, yeah, exactly. Right, you missed explained it. right at the start, but then they never they never discuss it again, or you never have to use it again. I mean, it's, I if mean, it's you so use vital, it all the time. If it, yeah, you, you use it all well, then, the okay, time, if you in the use game. it all the time, how did I get right to the end of the game without using it? I don't know. I don't know. You clearly missed it, so that's just the way it goes, right? But I would that's all I had to point out, that that was definitely a big part of how I played every single shot in that game. Well, I did. Um, okay, right, fine. Um, Matt, give me one thing that you've recommended that I refused to take note of and then went on to love. Um, I, can't, I can't remember. Oh, it's funny, because you oh, say that happens all the time. League? What? <laughs> yes. If you go back, I was like, you got down to this PS Plus game and you're like, oh, everyone. <laughs> I think it was maybe in our WhatsApp group. You're like, Matt is trying to get me to download the, the, the football cart game. My, Matt, I downloaded it day one. Yeah, so. okay. I, I'm trying to think of another example. I mean, I don't think I recommended <laughs> it. <laughs> trying to think of a correct example. So, okay. All right. So this happens all the time, but you can't give an no, example. Let's put I, that to I one side. Let's put that to one it side. So it doesn't let's, let's say that I do it all the time, right? And I do ignore it. The reason why I do that, Matt, is because everything's amazing to you for about an hour, and then you move on. <laughs> so what true. you need to do he, is leave a like a... He's got true. a point. Need to leave a, a new leaf this year. No, you need to leave a week of grace, and then go, Matt, are you still into that thing? Okay, now I might check it out. David! <laughs> David, you've got... Come on, sign up for this new service. I mean, the amount of social media accounts I've got are things that never went anywhere. <laughs> Look, Buzz, um, Google Buzz was good. <laughs> Um, and then I've put right that this is the last note. Sean's probably got more. Also, Matt, why do you keep having a pop at Sean at dropping out at late notice when you did the same a week or two ago? Well, I was yeah. So this was my my first point. <laughs> so last week, uh, I wasn't yeah, I wasn't able to be on the show because I was in bed. Uh, shivering like fuck and feeling like I've been punched in the stomach. But I had been punched in the stomach. I, I was actually getting stabbed in the back by you two. Sure, can't be fucking bothered to turn up. He's only given us yeah, an hour's it notice. Because yeah, right, I, to- I f- f- so for the listeners, I told everyone as soon as I got home from work, I was like, right, I've come home from work early. I've fucking taken a load of Barocca, which I've since found out does literally nothing. But hey ho, um, as I'm going for a sleep, Isn't it just and- vitamin C. Uh, it's it's vitamin B, yeah, in various forms, all of which you just piss out again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then but then yeah, and then on the show it was all oh, you only gave us an hour's notice, and and there was there was something. Time, one, Matt, there was a tweet from say- there was a tweet from one you- of the listeners. It was like oh yeah, Sean can't fucking be bothered showing up if Dave's not there. Like fuck's sake! I mean that did run through my mind. I think I, like a part of me was thinking, I wonder if Sean's ill or he can smell a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Yeah, is I, it? I think on so Discord, you- I think someone said, yeah, like as Sean can't be asked to record him, it's just Matt and James. I wonder yeah. how much you'll see him in 2019. <laughs> Wait, you hold on. Right. So Matt, you two. I mean, he Sean gave more notice than you did two weeks prior. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> Yeah, I admit that. Yeah, and and admit how that. did we treat your... Se- oh, no, we were really sensitive, weren't we? And just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, on that did occasion. You, there, was, there was some other... Th- what was your other notes? Is there anything I haven't covered? Uh, I was just going to say... <laughs> Matt, you mentioned that if James couldn't do it, you'd have just phoned a mate and done the show. Don't do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. Okay. I, I thought the same. people didn't pick me up on that, to be fair. <laughs> I, I thought the same. Matt, this sums you up, mate. It's not about the numbers okay it's about putting on a decent show i think it's there not needs about to be numbers, it's about the listeners what are you talking about 
Well, I just think if I if, if I listen to a show every week and they're like, oh, sorry, two people couldn't make it, I'm like, well, find some other people to make up the numbers and get a no, show out. No, I would know. Because See, what I'm, is that show going to be like? I'm completely <laughs> with you on this, Dave. On I didn't want to do last week at well, yeah, all. James, you and don't want to do it any week. I, I, <laughs> least I fucking wanted to you be there. I was just physically incapable of it. I mean, I, it's true. I mean, I, I was sent to, I was quite excited when I got that text from so- Sean. Sorry, Sean. Uh, because... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going to have to do it this week, and I was quite excited about that. I'd already planned out what I was going to do that evening. You know, I was just thinking. Yeah, thing, right, as soon as Dad isn't here, AK David, like, oh, brilliant! I can get away with it now. Like, I, I'm not so fast. No, I think it's important to get a show out there. I mean, I agree. I think if there's two of you, definitely still do a show. Um, if there's one, probably not. But <laughs> if there's two, yeah, I get it. Right? Don't ring up a mate. Like, that is just... <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't actually get to that point, obviously, because I had James, thankfully, but I just uh, really do not want to miss an episode just because a couple of us are ill or, or busy or whatever. Matt, if three of us are ill, like, if there's just you, it's better to have no episode than you and a mate. Like, it's just <laughs> that is just the ultimate fuck you to I mean, listeners, Johnny. I'll, I'll find... Okay, well, we'll cross that bridge no, next year. Won't. Well, I mean, next year, do what you want, but uh, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Anything else, um, anything else Sean? Uh, the only other bit was the, uh, I, sh- I should point out, it, it was a good show. I'm just being a dick. Um, the telephone bit. I know you were hoping for a repeat of the fly incident. I didn't feel <laughs> it worked quite <laughs> as well. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. It was, I mean, at the time, I was just like, going, oh, thank hello? God. Hello? Yeah, I'll go and get them. Okay, bye. Please don't put that in. Okay, I won't. I was kind of like, okay, where's the punchline? You should have been more liberal with with beeping stuff out so that it sounded like he was just berating someone over the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. I should have done that. Oh well. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, we need all the help we can get, and I think I think it went went alright considering. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I thought it was a good show. I'm not gonna have like I'm not gonna go do my whole crazy man act. But you were talking a lot of shit throughout that. But some of the stuff I was like, we've got evidence against this. Like, why is he even trying to hide the fact that he was walking around the expo with his nose in the air, laughing <laughs> at people off. that were queuing for? Like, it's <laughs> the thing. I, there's no way I said that. Like, because I was thinking I might go off and play Fortnite. Matt. Matt. On the floor, why would I possibly say I can't believe people queuing up? Maybe I'll, I don't. You like, did. Let's you were the floor. first one to say it. You were the first one to say it. I wasn't saying it in like a snotty way. Oh, you were. We all were. Like, it just accept it. We, we, it's not that we were jaded, right? I, I still get excited about walking around the expo. I do, right? But I was going around and questioning what people were queuing up for. Oh, yeah, and like, that's it, what I was, that's the point that I was saying. I was kind of like, do you know what? Just let them do what they want to do. If that's what they want to do, then <laughs> no, it's, like, it's not jaded to wonder why people are queuing up to play a game that they can play for free at home on basically any device. It's I true. Guess, some some think, things I are guess, questionable. But, it's just you yeah. know, like why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But then, but then they might do that because you know it's the buzz of being around other Fortnite players. Yeah, like and maybe they're with their mates rather than just and, being oh, yeah, in the front know. room yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's <laughs> fun, like whatever. That, that's my point. Yeah, Matt. You are lying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was insane. That was the bit that stood out the most, I think, because I was just like, this is just not true, this bit. <laughs> um, ah, but okay. Anyway, should we go on to real follow-up now? Let's get on to real follow-up. 
Um, I, uh, this is Ben Watts uh, who emailed in. I, I will miss Dave when he goes at the end of the year, uh, but just wanted to say, without him this week, Matt and James did a fantastic job. After being pretty nervous about the state of my favourite podcast uh, post-2018, I assume he's talking about us, uh, it's very reassuring to listen, to listen to this week's podcast. Bring on 2019, although we'll still miss you, Dave. Um, uh, Adam, cheers, man. What's that? I said thanks. Yeah. Uh, Adam Ware at Slingshot... Slingshot TV 2 uh, feedback it's like watching the episode of Red Dwarf White Hole where they were both standing <laughs> on the edge of a rip in time and experiencing time dilation in an incredibly confused incredibly condensed space Matt talking at 10 times speed and James talking at 0.1 <laughs> speed but I still enjoyed it I was talking so quick last week I was like Matt, it, it, what would happen to the editing if I like, slowed mine down <laughs> slightly in the edit like a normal I, was, person. I wasn't aware that I was speaking really slowly or maybe it was just by comparison no, to me, yeah, it it's just comparison, slow. yeah. I was thinking, okay. like, God, I think th- I would like to slow myself down somehow, but it would probably fuck the edit up, so I didn't. But I'll be honest, I didn't ridiculous. even notice that. I didn't even pick oh, up on that. It was ridiculous. I mean, no, I, I, I didn't get an eye to fast forward bits. It's it really doesn't bother me. Like, a few people have mentioned the speed that you speak. People have and it's done never that, like, bothered me. You know, all, all my life. And like, my parents talk ridiculously quick as well. It's just, uh, just quick talkers. I think it's a skill. I think it's a superpower, more than anything. <laughs> um, that was that? interesting. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I exhaled. Um, Steve Garrett, at Steve Garrett 75. Uh, just listening, and is Matt really arguing that he wants to be known as the man behind the introduction of microtransactions to our TCGS experience? No, I, I don't want to be known as the man to do that, but... Just had to clarify the situation. In a Dave, with regards to this week's question related to China, can we please have a James China special? <laughs> I love to hear oh, more mate, about his experiences. Every time he talks about China, well, we what get. What did you those... guys think about that? I thought that was a great little section. I think it was a great little section. Yeah. I think Matt, I think James. What I mean, we've spoken about China off air a lot, and it's always very interesting. Um, but I mean, a, a special section of the show dedicated to it. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would not be up for that anyway, so it's just fine. <laughs> ah, win-win. Um, on last week's show, um, someone, I think it was actually SMW, emailed in uh, asking which um, Microsoft franchise would be good for them to to bring back out again. Uh, SMW emails back saying, I'm thinking you guys might think of Brute Force instead of you mentioning Brink. Um, he was, I was yeah. Brute Force was sold as a Kalo killer at a time that failed to take off. Mm. I was screaming that at my <laughs> podcast player when I heard that. I was like, "You, what did you say was Brink? I was like, how can it be Brink? Like, no, it's brute force. You're talking I knew it began with B. I just couldn't remember which one it was. Um, I, I, that, that game stays in my memory because the week that it come out, we like the, the day it came out, we bought it, all went round a friend's house. There was four of us, and we, I think it took us about three hours to complete. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like... Yeah, no, this isn't Halo at all, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Let's. I think he took it back the next day and got his money back. But I do remember Shocking. Brink being having massive queues at an early EGX. Yeah, what Brink was Brink? going to be huge, and then it came out and was a complete turd. Unfortunately, was yeah. that was that the one yeah. where all the environments deform or something? Uh, no, you're talking about a... fracture. No, okay. Yeah, no, the the hook even... with Brink. Well, there are two things. It had like really good um, like free running controls, which were, were actually great. Um, and then it had this thing where it like dynamically figured out like what roles your team was missing. So you could bring up this wheel, and it's like, oh, if one of you changed to like a demolitions guy and blew this wall open, that'd be really beneficial. So you get bonus XP for doing it. So it was like encouraged, constantly encouraging you to switch your roles and do different things, and that was really smart. But it was just horrible to play, unfortunately. 
Shame. Yeah. It, it's the one game that's really funny. Whenever you go, you know when <laughs> Poundland said, oh, we're going to sell games now for a pound. Mm. Do you remember that announcement? Yeah. You've been into a Poundland since? No. It's just copies of Brink. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> hundreds. And I nearly took a photo of it the other day. I looked in the, on the shelf and it was just hundreds of copies of Brink. <laughs> and, and FIFA. Uh, shame. And FIFA. But mostly Brink. Mostly Brink. Uh, uh, Jazz okay. Pancake actually says, Hey guys, what's happening over there? How can you have a conversation about resurrecting Microsoft's properties without mentioning Voodoo Vince? Yes. Don't yeah. even remember Voodoo Vince. Voodoo Vince. Yeah. Is a, it's my right. only experience of Voodoo Vince is it came on like a demo disc that came with something else. And I remember playing, like this was like a few years after it, it had come out. And I remember playing the demo and she'd be like, this is fucking good. And it had like really nice art style and stuff. And I just couldn't believe it wasn't more well known. I actually got a copy of it, but nothing to play it on. That not that the the saddest story? <laughs> <laughs> I own the game, but not the console. Um, actually, it's worse when I remember when I imported the uh, the DS. I think the original DS, oh, yeah. and uh, you had to order the console and the game separately. And the games didn't turn up for like a week or two after the console arrived. So you literally <laughs> just had a console with nothing to do on it other than picto chat. For the menus, but, yeah. Because we'd import from Japan. <laughs> no other fucker had a DS. <laughs> like, it was depressing. Uh, um, that's it for follow up. We had some people commenting about their life. I liked our Life is Strange episode. That's still out there if you're playing Life is Strange series two, episode one. Uh, so, so get on that. I can't uh, believe and we had, yeah, there's a massive it... conversation in Discord about uh, about games magazines and Maximum Magazine, which mm. I haven't seen the covers. I still don't recognise. Uh, but, but by, but, but by God, they're nice. Uh, that's even. I love it when you talk about games magazines because I was, you know, I was into them as well as a kid, and um, you know, I've spoken about how PSM two was like a huge inspiration for me when it came to like starting up a podcast like i love the way they spoke about games because i've mentioned it before but i mentioned it again there's a few of them on youtube that you can watch uh where they used to have a dvd that came with it so it wasn't a demo disc it was a dvd dvd came with it and it had um the game trailers but then it also had like if you press the audio button Remember that? If you press the audio button, it would have the staff talking about the game, and some of the clips were so funny. I remember Frogger 3D being a <laughs> like really, really funny one. Um, and it was, yeah, they used to say stuff that you definitely shouldn't have been saying like, <laughs> to kids. Like, it was just amazing, and it was, yeah, I loved, I loved that stuff. Oh. And I remember going to a supermarket and like forcing my parents to buy me yet another video game magazine it was yeah the best best times i was uh, i was glad that james mentioned total as well because i used to read total a lot yeah that's one of those ones i always feel that is a one of those magazines that everyone seems to have forgotten existed which i think is kind of a shame because and everyone else forgets that fucking danny wallace used to write for it well it's also frank (laughs) o'connor as well that ended up with bungie he was the editor like for quite a long time did not know that no because i I, I remember like a couple of years back i i found some old issues that I'd kicking around and it was yeah it was this issue where it's like oh it's it's the new boy Danny and yeah. they always had the, you know they had those sort of caricature like drawings of all the staff and I was like that's, that's a very young Danny Wallace off the TV of yes man fame and, and yeah. all the rest of it um yeah and he, and there was a, there was like a little skit where they made him go on a virtual boy and they covered it in shoe polish so he had black marks all over his face when he went <laughs> just shit like that yeah. You sure you weren't reading the Beano? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. I mean, interesting news this week that's popped up on uh, various forums and stuff. 
There's a new magazine launching. Yeah. Like an actual paper yeah. magazine Brave. launching. Yeah. <laughs> not half. Um, good, uh, good and I mean, them. they may have... Well, it's fortnightly as well, which is... I mean, I'm really interested to see what happens with this. Um, but if you... What's the name of the magazine, It's called Matt? Wireframe Magazine. Uh, and wireframe. If, if you go to... I think if you just Google Wireframe Mag and there's... Um, the first, they're giving away 10,000 copies of the magazine so you can sign up, get a free copy sent to you when it launches in early November. Because what's and, interesting uh, is yeah. this is being put out by the Raspberry Pi Foundation, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're, no, it, it's, isn't it by the same people who did that Raspberry Pi magazine? Uh, okay. Um, I think sense. it's, well, I, I, I could be wrong, but I yeah. thought it was from the same people who did Pi and that Pi magazine, they, they were giving away, like, they were giving away Raspberry Pi's and all sorts of things on their magazines, okay. that, you know, a few months there's, ago. Because there's last, stuff you know. about, um, like, how to learn how to develop games, isn't, it? isn't there, as well? Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's about games and also the people who make them and so on and so forth. So, I'm, see, I can't the wait fact to that get... that's included makes me think, it, like, this is partially funded by a grant somehow, and that's a thing they had to include, but I don't know. Possibly, yeah. Well, I'm interested. I mean, I'll be, I'll, I've ordered my free copy. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how that pans out. But if, if any of you that are working on that magazine uh, are, are listening, then good luck. Because... Yeah, you know, I like magazines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it for follow up. Uh, you can leave us follow up uh, uh, whenever you want. Uh, just email uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at computergamepod on Twitter. I think it's time for the news, isn't it? This is the news. Uh, Facebook have cancelled the next generation Oculus Lift. Uh, Oculus Lift. Oh, fuck. oh, oh so well. He's doing so well. It was going He's well. Doing well. So well. <laughs> I thought, don't interrupt. Do you know yeah. what it was? It's because I didn't interrupt. Yeah. I know. Oculus <laughs> Lift. I saw that. I, th- I, I saw someone mention about. Um, I think it was on Twitter. I can't remember his name. But we, when when you announced that I wasn't going to be on it, someone was like, "Good." No, someone not interrupting James every five minutes. And I thought, well, that, now you know why I do. The worst thing about that is when you're not on, I, I don't know what to do because I'm kind of anticipating being interrupted anyway. <laughs> so then it like doesn't Flinching work. Flinching as he is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Go on. So anyway, they've cancelled their next generation Oculus Rift. This was going to be the Rift 2 headset. And apparently they're still planning a future version of the Rift. But the co-founder and former CEO, it's... Brent, is it Brendan Irive? Uh, uh, Aribe. Yeah, Aribe, sorry. Uh, was leading development on this, but he's now left. Because apparently Facebook had like a shake-up with their VR division, and there was this sort of conflict of interest over what people wanted. Like, Facebook kind of seemed to be sort of moving to this sort of race-to-the-bottom approach of like wanting stuff like Oculus Go and everything mm. sort of cheaper, not using a PC and all that kind of thing, whereas obviously Oculus were going for the more higher-end kind of stuff. So, yep. yeah, that seems to be the end of that. I mean, I, it's the, I think it's the right decision. I think they're doing the right thing. You know, get rid of some of the barriers first before you start yeah. trying to chase the high-end products because you want to sell some. You know what I mean? You want to make some money off this thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, I, I mean. So, so the one they announced uh, two or three weeks ago is Oculus Quest, is, and, and, and that even uses uh, the latest Oculus controllers, but it is an all-in-one. You don't need a PC. And um, yeah, eBay has been great for years, and he's always like really interesting in interviews uh, that I've watched and, and, and read. Um, he's obviously really super passionate about it, but he was always clearly passionate about the really high-end experiences. But I guess if if VR is going to be a, a really big thing and and the audience is going to be grown, it's only really 
really going to be grown using these all-in-one experiences when with no barriers, no PCs, no massive huge setup. So I, I don't doubt that there will be a Rift two or a, a high-end PC version, you know, in the future. But I, I can also see why Facebook would rather focus on this on this all-in-one sort of uh, sort of solutions right now, just just to get stuff out there, make it easier for people. Yeah, and to, to, for people to see what VR is really about. But yeah, and it's, a sh- it's such a shame because yeah, Bren- Brendan's yeah, he, he's he's really good. I'll be fascinated to see where he goes next. I mean, if like if if Vive gets you know uh, you know uh, uh, pick him up or marks off for their mixed S V R, yeah, or that, get him yeah. on that. I mean, shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> obviously, he's going to have to sign like NDAs and all sorts of stuff, so he can't tell him about the technology. But yeah, I can't wait to see where he goes next. Okay, yeah, yeah it's a, yeah. it's a shame. I mean. Uh, Rift 2 will come, but um, I, I can see why I mean, they're doing this. It, it must also be Facebook looking at like stuff like Oculus and all that, and how it hasn't really set the world alight, has it? Like, not mm. in a massive way yet. Like the um, no, the but no, it hasn't entered that many homes. I mean, it's being used in theme parks and places like that, but it's not. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not entered people's homes yet. But, that yeah, but, sort but, of but, stuff. But, but Facebook knew they mustn't. They knew that when they when they were buying Oculus like, like two billion a few years ago. You know, like that. This was this was always gonna be like the start of like a ten year journey to make it mainstream. I've said this a million times. But people expected, oh, PSVR's here now and like Oculus here now. It's 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 now or never. Like this is always like the ground floor. We're like 10, 15 mm. years away from the headsets being all in ones, you know, 4K on, on your head, really re- light, cheap, etc. We're not, you know, th- th- that it's a long old journey to there. So Facebook would have known that when when they bought Oculus. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't think any of us are but suggesting also, otherwise. Yeah, I, I think you're right, David. It does, what it, it is makes is sense that there's two, there's two ways that you can go with it, isn't there? There's either try and make it as accessible as possible to get people used to the idea of using VR. Or go for the high end stuff and keep it still as a niche thing, and they had two different ideas about it. So, yeah. Well, also, yeah. Cause, I mean, Facebook buying Oculus, it was I never got the impression it was really about gaming and stuff anyway. I mean, they they mm. wanted it because it was for their other stuff, like you know, they had visions of like using Facebook in like virtual classrooms and stuff like that, and sporting events and all that kind of thing. And I'm not, I guess you don't really need really really high end for that. Ultimately, maybe I don't know. No. no. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, next one is uh, Xbox Game Pass is coming to PC. Um, so this was which is a weird I mean, headline. I thought it already was in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, the details there in the story, but yeah, the headline is weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was announced during their latest quarterly, you know, like the earnings call. And what it is is that all the new first party games that are going to launch like simultaneously on Xbox One and PC as part of the Play Anywhere stuff. But the weird thing about it, though, is that the old... I mean, well, it's not weird, but it's kind of a shame, is that like the older games and third-party stuff is still going to be restricted to Xbox only. But they're talking so about... So I don't get they're talking changed. About, well, they're talking about that may change in the future. I don't know. I mean, is this like a just official like unveiling of it or something? Or was it... I mean, Sean, you've used this Well, yeah, because that, that's how I've been playing Forza Horizon 4, is I've just got a Game Pass on my account, and but I happen to, you know, happen to be playing on a PC. And as I think I mentioned a few episodes ago, the... I thought there would be other games, but it's basically Gears of War, and I think that might be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there must be something else I've missed. But yeah, I was in, like, I did that on the understanding. Basically, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's just a, a very small monthly fee to play Forza Horizon Four for the next couple of months. Um, Hold on, well, do you reckon they're just like they thought we haven't announced anything for a while? 
quick, just announce something we've already announced. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, next falls is in Britain. Right, okay, good. Right. <laughs> what are we going to do next? Oh, teraflops. Right, okay, good. Right, that's out there. That's in social media. No one's noticed that we mentioned this ages ago and it's been out for, for a while. Good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the launch of the Xbox One X in March 2019. <laughs> like, it's just, what weird, I, I genuinely, I saw this and I was just like, did I dream that this was already out? Yeah. I mean, what? if you look at this, so the actual quote, um, so they're talking about how brilliant the Xbox is and that, and then they say, so given the structural position, we're going to make sure that we keep increasing the strength of the community. You see that already with Minecraft going to all platforms and increasing the intensity of the community, and you'll see us do more of that. Obviously, bringing Game Pass to even the PC is going to be a big element of that. <laughs> but I've, got, I've that, got it, guys. Yeah, so that's not an announcement, is it? It's a... Do you reckon they forgot? <laughs> They've been well, working on something I mean, that's already Microsoft's, out. Microsoft's like, gaming like PC stuff's always been terrible, hasn't it? Yeah. Like, really. Like, games for Windows, all that kind of stuff. It never really... They never seemed to sort of really know what they were doing like with it. And also, obviously, they had the shadow of steam over them all the time mm. of people whether they're going to bother with it or not. Mm. But maybe this has got a better chance. I mean, if you, yeah. especially if they're going to start what? bringing, you know, like, other stuff to it and third parties. It's maybe already out. Things. Like, well, yeah, I mean, there's, already, I mean, there's already Sea of Thieves as well. And then yeah. Crackdown's already going to be on it, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, Do you reckon so, that in the Microsoft Studios now they're going, how are we getting on with uh, Gears of War 4, guys? <laughs> oh, just let you know, we we forgot we totally released Gears of War 4 <laughs> a little while ago. Really? Well, surely just call it Gears of War 5. You've created a new story. No, we accidentally wrote exactly the same story. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we spent years developing a game we've already released. It's all gone to shit. How's, um, how's the Funko Pop version PC. going? No one, talk, no one talks about <laughs> yeah. that anymore. It's no. <laughs> no one does. No one does. Uh, right, okay, next story. That was weird. Okay, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the second biggest physical launch this year. Um, Only and I couldn't believe this when this story came out. Mm. Almost 70% of the sales are on PS4, um, apparently. Really? So wow, okay. The, the game, so it was the second biggest launch behind FIFA 19. And that's the bit I can't believe. Like, yeah, FIFA 19 did well, etc. But, like, it didn't be FIFA 19. I'm just shocked in my head. Like, this was you, the biggest release of the generation. Man? Are you joking? Like, honestly, are you joking? Yeah, I, I know FIFA's obviously massive, but I just thought this is like the new Rockstar game. I just assumed this would just blow everything out of the water. It's not no, GTA, though, is it? Exactly. I think, well, that's that's the, the I think we I'm forget that that's, that. that's a barrier for people. Yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, this this doubled the sales of of like Red Dead, like the, the original one, well, not the original, but you know the um the last mm-hmm. one, and it also this excludes uh, digital sales as well. But then so does FIFA's one as well. So it doesn't yeah. and I'm assuming sense. this is UK only sales, yeah. Right? And but what is interesting, I mean, it's beaten Call of Duty launches, including like World War Two last year and also Black Ops Four this year, but it's not anywhere close to GTA Five because that sold two million at launch. Yeah, um, but there's no, is, it, it was never gonna be. Yeah. Um, well, according uh, to Matt, it was. You know, it's biggest game ever. You know, like release. You know, I said of the generation that GTA Five is on the last generation. Um, but more importantly, I guess. Uh, well, I suppose single single console uh, games are never going to do as well, are they? As probably no. format, mm. but um, no. I mean, there's no need to be glum about it. I mean, it's sold really well by all yeah. accounts. Mm. So, um, I mean, the split. Yeah, I mean, the split is also. I mean, the like sixty eight percent. 
like PS4, it's not really surprising given the install bases. Yeah, well. true. Yeah, like, no. I, and also, PS4 was a, was a, the lead marketing platform on this. You know, all the yeah. adverts had PS4. Yeah, yeah like, like the fact that there was that, stuff, didn't they? that sort of quite last minute, like, oh shit, it's actually much better on the One X or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that, that, that's that, for that nerds, isn't it? Because that's not for normal people. That's yeah. Sam, what was it? Sam White um, uh, was text me in the week uh, telling me about um, Red Dead because obviously he'd played it before i had uh having reviewed it um and he was he said what are you getting it on i said well the xbox one x and he went oh, why would you do that it's the lead console is the playstation and i yeah. went oh, well all my mates play on xbox and you know i don't i told him about the fans <laughs> again <laughs> um and and he said oh, well and then the digital foundry piece came out and i was like as your uh as your ps4 version sam <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he started again on on the Xbox version. Really? Man. Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. Well, it's meant to be the best version of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not surprising, really. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So then, another story, which is a really odd one, which I'm hoping you've seen the pictures for, is that Microsoft is developing a smartphone controller. I have. So I've seen the concept, uh, the concept images. Yeah. So this is all for the Project X Cloud thing. And they've done some like 3D printed examples, and they look kind of similar to like a Joy-Con model. Like it's got like the controllers <clears> that strap on the side of the phone or the tablet <clears> or whatever. And I mean, according to this like Eurogamer article, like Microsoft already said that like the PSP and the Switch kind of handled this really well. Like they were, you know, the, they were kind of like well integrated controls. Um, and that most of the really? mobile solutions there are now are kind of like bulky and inflexible. But these look horrendous. Um, oh god, yeah, they do. They, they look so I mean, bad. These are a few years old, but um, but still, yeah, the they idea still look of... terrible. Yeah, but they've made pads for ages. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They know what a good pad is. Yeah, but, yeah, but there's shown... no way getting. I mean, they've literally just snapped an Xbox controller in two and put it either side of a tablet. No, they haven't. It looks nothing like an it Xbox doesn't look controller. Like it's that, yeah, all they've... angular and it looks horrendous. It looked like it, I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I genuinely did. It, it looks like one of those like mad cats kind of things from like the nineteen nineties. You know, like one of those. Yeah. Just, like, it, it looks horrendous, like really, really terrible. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to be able to convince people to carry joy joy pads like that around. Mm. I mean, you do with your Switch because it's part of that sort of portable system. Yeah, but carrying a pad around like that just to connect your phone, I don't know, man. It's a weird concept. Yeah, it's another like, barrier, one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's no way I'm, I'm going to carry one. those around. If I'm going to play on my phone, I'll just have to make do with phone controls, I guess. But I'm not going to be it's like weird, snapping because, those babies oh, on my phone. It's just so you say that, Matt, because I could really, this... I could really imagine you doing that, Matt. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, just... I've got enough of shit on me with like AirPods and a fucking electric skateboard. I'm not also going to like then attach <laughs> controllers to my phone. Not happening. You, I, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it might you be. know, it's an odd one because it's obviously the switch is quite big, and we don't mind carrying that around with us. But it doesn't look something awful, to connect to your phone like that feels, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's really big, but it's just like, take it out of the case and you're there. You're not like, okay, snap this one on the right side of my phone, snap on <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. and then, and then oh, wipe okay, up to yeah, all the notifications. Up, the train's coming to the station, detach that, detach that, put that in a bag, put it <laughs> yeah. in so, I mean, It doesn't look like a batarang, does it? You know, that like stuff on it, it just looks... <laughs> Terrible, they did. I was not impressed. <laughs> Have you seen this, Sean? These controllers. Yeah, it's just. I like the fact that it covers a bit of the fucking screen. That's my yeah. favourite bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, Apple does that themselves That's with true. their latest phones, so don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Um, all right, okay. And so the last bit I've got is that Sony have finally announced the games for the PS Classic. Like you've got like twenty games here 
start so a lot of positive reaction to this on Twitter. I've, I've yeah, seen a lot some... of everything about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 people slagging it off. Yeah, why? What are they slagging it off about? Who was it? Andy? Well, it's not got everyone's <laughs> favourite games on it, has it? It's it's the wrong destruction derby. Yeah, it's got it's got, you know stuff like that. You know, right? Go on, go for them. Okay, uh, Battle Arena Toshinden. Oh God, that has to be on there. Well, it does, yeah, it was one of the days. first games, wasn't it? That came, wasn't it? It didn't it launch with that. Possibly, it was there early uh, days. No, that wasn't a launch game. Was I'm it? sure it was. It launch, was, but it was there early. Yeah. Right, right. Next, Cool Borders Two. I love Cool Borders. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I can't not remember quite the second as good one as 1080, being was it? Great. Not but, quite as good as 1080 or SSX. Yeah, but they. Yeah, but 1080 was when you're the, the third best snowboarding games. Then <laughs> this is a PlayStation <laughs> classic. This isn't the 64 classic. No, I know, it? but I'm just saying, you know, they were better. Oh, also, games. on S64, cool. I really love Snowboard Kids or Snowbo Kids. That was also banging. Yeah, I know. I played a lot of that, yeah. actually. Destruction Derby. I loved it. I mean, I love, love people on Twitter saying, oh, Destruction Derby 2 is better. Maybe, but the first one's a classic, and I played that on my Oh, Saturn. that's interesting. That's actually really interesting because from the reaction I saw, I thought. Destruction Derby 2 was on there, not you. 1. <laughs> the first and one. people were saying, oh no, 2 was better. That may be the case, but isn't the whole point in this nostalgia? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not the best game. For a lot game, of people, like, the first yeah. time they saw the PS1 was Destruction Derby 1. Exactly, like, the yeah. The demo. And yeah, I, mean, I, I so, love that. I played that tons of my Saturn. I want to hear those old you know, sound bites. And, yeah, God, what she that? played it on the Saturn. Didn't it run like total shit on the Saturn? <laughs> I, I can't remember, but if it I remember fine. correctly. Like, I also played Tomb Raider on the Saturn, which is on the list. But, sorry. So did I. I played Seat Raid on the yeah. Go on. Uh Final Fantasy VII. Obviously. Yeah. No, had to be. Yeah. El Classico. Grand yeah. Theft Auto. Obviously. Nice. Great, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's a great shout. Yeah. I didn't even think of that when we were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, Intelligent Cube. Yeah. Don't even know that. <laughs> it's Jumping okay. Flash, which was really good. Really yeah, obviously. Yeah, we've mentioned that, yeah. Uh, Let's met- scroll a bit faster. Okay, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, which big, obviously is- had to be there. But uh, as everyone is saying, like that the- that game launched with the analog sticks on the on the pad. Mm, uh, it did or, not. Sorry, the the but, power uh, analog sticks launched with, you know, when the game came out. This classic control does not have analog sticks, so it's going to be pretty weird. Shit. It came out with Aperscape, the um the the <laughs> dual sticks. Anyway. Okay, okay, but uh, yeah, but, but Metal Gear Solid was out when the when the dual sticks were out, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh Mr. Driller. Yeah. Okay. okay. Old World Abe's uh, Odyssey. Good game. Uh, that's another game that I associate with a PlayStation, oh, so I kinda get definitely. that. Okay. Uh Rayman. Yeah. Um also yeah. I mean that's been released okay. on everything ever. Um uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut. Yeah. I mean I, I mean sorry about that. Again, yeah. play the first one on Saturn, but Oh yeah, that's a that's a classic old, isn't it? Uh, Revelations Persona, Persona One. I don't no, know. I was not into that back then. No. Okay, uh, Ridge Racer Type Four. This is weird because in my head it should be the first one, but whatever. If it's a better <laughs> game, it's a better game. And they got Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. Yes, which is that's, that's very good. Good fucking um, game. Siphon Filter, which was also great. I remember. Do you remember using the taser where you could like fire it at somebody and then just hold down the button until they set on fire? <laughs> is that? Is that just me? I mean, wasn't someone hopeful that they'd announce a sequel at E3 this year? I'm sure it was one uh, of well, I think I might have mentioned yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was that, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 this, this is the test bed. They're seeing, yeah, seeing what people saying, and then bam, next year, new Siphon Filter, 4K. Uh, the first you... question from James Farley, the, the, the male <laughs> games journalist, saying... Can you hold a taser down on someone? Torture them until they set on fire and die. Seriously, did none of you do that? No, I was actually saying the game, even if I had. 
But I used to scream like the screaming was okay, like James, horrendous. Okay, James, we get it. Okay, all right. It's not not as good as the white phosphorus in Red Rainbow Six. Okay, we get it. Okay. Anyway, then we've got uh, Tekken Three, which uh, is obviously again, that is the best in my head. Like why not the first one? But because I remember the first not one so good. prominently on it. Yeah, but again, it's not about that. Yeah, it's not. I mean, we can't use the argument for Destruction Derby and then. No, but Tekken Three was like is the one like on the PlayStation. It's. I mean, even when the PS2 came out, it was still like a lot better than most I've of the other stuff. I've never heard you sound like more of a PR guy. That was really weird. It's the one. <laughs> <laughs> God, I thought you okay, on the back uh, of the box. Rainbow it's Six. It's the one on the PlayStation <laughs> system. <laughs> the Sony's PlayStation system. Rainbow Six. Yeah. God, wow. Playing oh, that on an old controller with no it. analog sticks. Fuck. Yeah, yeah no, that's crazy. No, thank you. Uh, twisted Arms. Uh, sorry, Twisted Metal, rather. Yeah. And, yeah, right, and, and twisted wild, arms. Yeah, and well, no, because the next one is wild arms. Twist them so, right, yeah. right, okay. I mean, the thing is, as with all of these, like you know, retro consoles, they're so at the mercy of what they can negotiate the licenses for. So there's no way this was like all their first picks for this list. There's not many. There's not many out there that I I can think should be on there that isn't on the list. Maybe Pandemonium. I mean, why why out a massive one? Surely. I mean, again, yeah. it's, oh, it's the music yeah. licenses that fuck it, isn't it? But yeah, wipe. Yeah, wipeouts a good shout. Uh, yeah, no, pandemonium. I like. Shouldn't they have put that music game on there? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Where we all thought that we could create music using our PlayStation. <laughs> that would have been a good shout. There's also. Um, I mean, you got stuff like Prapper the Rapper as well. Would have yeah. been nice. Yeah, 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 but they've just sold that on the PS4, haven't they? Yeah. But then also like Silent Hill, like and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. that was pretty huge as well during that time. But I don't know this. I mean, it is a shame though that this is like a console without like a DualShock because yeah. a lot of these games are going to control horribly. Maybe there's an option to them. I mean, wouldn't it be wicked if there was an option to just use your DualShock Four? I mean, the fucking pad hasn't changed that much. I, I, <laughs> Do I, I, mean? I, does this thing even have Bluetooth? I presume not. Cause they're wired pads. Oh God, yeah, they are, aren't they? No, no, I bet, I bet it doesn't. Yeah. But like. Wouldn't it be good if it, would, it, it would be cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no uh, Tomb Raider, no, yeah. Like it, it, there's obviously a lot of classics missing, but yeah. But you don't I, want to play I, I was actually really impressed with the list. I was more impressed with this list than I was than I had been with any of the SNES or NES ones. I'm like, oh, that's because you've never played any of those games, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'll, I'll say, I'll say go. Anyway, but so I was like, okay, a lot of these excite me. But I, I, I'm saying, no... uh, Driver has a big omission as yeah, well. Driver, it's fair enough. Yeah, Cooler World. Oh. Discworld. Right, Cooler okay, world. go on. That's it, that's Cooler all the world. Cooler world. G- good, alright, well, listen, obviously we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption. I've just got a feeling that we should probably leave that. Should we do everything else uh, first, yeah. Get yeah. everything else out of the yeah. way, and then we can just knuckle down and talk about Red Dead Redemption. We've all been playing Red Dead Redemption, there's going to be plenty of Red Dead chat. Um, I know it's why you're here, I'll quickly brush through mine. Um, I've been playing a lot more Call of Duty. I still think it's wonder- wonderful. The Battle Royale mode in that has now jumped the list to easily my favourite of all of them. It's, it's m- more fun than uh, PUBG and um, and it's less silly than Fortnite. It sits right on the uh, edge for me. I've, I fucking love it. And, and I've been loving the multiplayer as well. Um, the multiplayer is way more fun than I thought it would be. Uh, the, yeah, all those power ups and stuff. Yeah, it's been great. I've I, I highly recommended if you're after an old school, uh, you know, competitive shooter again. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, cracking stuff. It's great as well because obviously we talk, we've spoken before on older podcasts about how frustrating 
um, Call of Duty can be, especially in multiplayer when you're just getting killed in the back over and over and over again. But then to be able to just go, should we just switch to black Blackout for a little bit? And then playing that mode for a little bit, and then switching back to multiplayer, it's just been perfect for that. Um, I've been hammering, uh, uh, was it Rocket League again? Like I, I'm now level seventy, so I've unlocked all of the items <laughs> in that Rocket Pass, um, and I'm currently going for a funk of just losing so many games that it's ridiculous. I went down to silver one. That means nothing to you people, but to me, it killed me. I managed to get back up to gold, and now I've dropped back down to silver, and it's horrendous. I don't want to be there anymore. I'm silver free at the moment. It just takes a couple more, but I'm still Rocket League for life, y'all. Um, <laughs> what was the other game? I completed Shenmue, James. Oh, yes, you did. I well finished Shenmue. Um, my, my latest stream's up there. I'm going to start Shenmue 2 hopefully this week. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's a lot in there. I mean, you mentioned this last week and I'm not thinking, James, that you are going to defend that scene where Guru marries, uh, <laughs> that 16 year old, yeah. whatever she is. Um, but. I will say that a lot of the stuff you absolutely tear David Cage apart is in this. Like, yeah, for again, example... As I've said, though, David Cage is still doing that stuff now. You know, and yeah, this but, is ages ago. But, listen, it was still... I mean, you, you talk about how David Cage sort of just forced relationships out of nowhere without any build-up, right? Yeah. That relationship between Ryu and um, Hazuki, is it? Hazomi. Hazomi, yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I know it doesn't. Like it never goes anywhere, does it? I mean, it's, <laughs> it never goes anywhere. And yeah. then there's the ballad on the bike, yeah. which just made me laugh <laughs> rather than. Like, and then it, you know, it's just well, look. But a lot of that I stuff, loved it, yeah, and okay, I could respect it for the time that it came out. Definitely, mm. uh, there are certain areas of that game that are way behind start- games that come out at that time. You know, especially the, the narrative. When you really look down at the narrative, it is literally just, well, yeah, it's just man being it's, sent from place to place. Yeah, like it's, it's a revenge ridiculous. thing, isn't it? Which is, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not that. But what what I enjoyed about it when I played it was just being in that world at that time because at that time it was impressive, like technically, you know what was sort of going on, and it was yeah, it was interesting. But, yeah, and uh, also yeah. because you're spending so much time around these like sort of bit characters, and I, I get. We will absolutely touch on this stuff again when we talk about um, Red Dead. But spending, like, it forces you to spend time with a lot of characters. And then you do start to grow to like a few and dislike a few, even if it is a bit like, oh, this is a silly one. I like him. But it doesn't matter. Like, you look forward to seeing that character again as you're wandering around. Like, having characters wandering around doing their own business in between, like, cutscenes and missions and stuff is genius because like I'll be wandering around the docks and initially you're like there's all these strangers about and then you'll turn a corner and go oh look it's Mark you right, Mark and then you could go up and say hello to Mark even though it's not part of the game at all and you don't have to do it yeah you go go, go, go you recognize people around town and stuff like that I, I mean I get it I get I get it and I will say this James the combat in Shenmue pisses pisses on the combat in Yakuza. Like, <laughs> it's still legitimately brilliant in, um, in Shenmue. Well, it depends, because, I mean, you were a fan of Virtua Fighter, weren't you? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah see, I, I never that, got into yeah. Virtua Fighter, so... Oh, yeah. my God. You, you know, Yakuza, you're just hammering buttons. No, you're like, not, Dave. You're not. It's yes, just... you are, No, you're James. not. You're not at all. That's and literally it's... what I did, and I didn't die once in it. Oh, like, for... it's nothing. There's no... It was nothing. That I'm thinking back, right? 
comparing this to Yakuza, I think that is the major reason why I didn't get into Yakuza. I, I hated the combat in it. I hated it. And it, and it, there was so much of it. And w- when I got to the later part of Shenmue 1, it chucks combat at you constantly. Right. Out of nowhere, it's just like, right, every scene's a combat scene now. But because I enjoyed the combat in it, it didn't bother me. Whereas in Yakuza, because I hated it, it was just like, I don't want to get into fights because I just don't like the combat in it. That's it. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's where, like, a lot of people are saying, why, how can he like Shenmue and not Yakuza? And that's probably the reason. But again, as I've tried to explain before, the thing with, with Yakuza is that the combat is not how you think it is. Like, it really isn't. Like, after you've played it for a significantly longer period of time. But I would but concede... Like what? Well, how many hours do you reckon until the combat shows itself? I don't know. I mean, it's when once you start unlocking more stuff. Like, once you start unlocking more moves. This, to, argue that, to argue that, I played for seven to ten hours of Yakuza, yeah. right? And that is a lot... And there was a hell of a lot of combat in it. Yeah. That is a lot of combat to go through before it gets good. Yeah, but the the combat in Shemu is different because it's also used quite sparingly. Like you don't mm. have to do a lot of it, but I would concede that like technically it's probably better because it is based on Virtual Fighter which was more of a like a yeah, proper it's, fighting game. There's a block game. system, there's a guard system, there's a yeah. counter system. It feels brilliant. Whereas like Yakuza it was didn't feel like that at all to me. Um but anyway, whatever. That is I think that's the ultimate takeaway from uh, why I'm enjoying Shenmue and to, compared to why I'm uh, why I didn't enjoy Yakuza. How are you getting on with Yakuza, Sean? Uh, Red Dead came out this okay. week, Dave. Come on, <laughs> um, and that's that's the games that I've played during the week that that, that haven't been Red Dead. So, um, Matt, have you got anything on your list? No, I played nothing else other than Red Dead, and that's I've fine. Only, that's I've totally Red fine. Dead, but new, right? Okay, uh, Sean. Uh, so I've got obviously I've got a few queued up because I missed a couple of weeks. Um, Go on. I've been playing Judge, spelt with a Y, so it looks like Jidge. Um, <laughs> How's Jidge? What's Jidge like? What, what's Jidge on? Uh, so I'm playing it on the Switch. Um, I think it's, it's on like pretty much everything else. So it's it's basically like a uh, uh, James. I know you've mentioned Neon Chrome before, yeah, um, which was this really good sort of. Um, like sort of top down twin stick shooter but it was like a roguelike and you're sort of going through the floors of this building and like getting new like cyber abilities and weapons and stuff as you go and it's like you know it's all randomly generated it's really good um so this is by the same devs and it's basically like reappropriating all the assets they made for neon chrome and kind of framing it in a slightly different game it's still a twin stick shooter but this time it's like a set of like actually designed levels with like specific objectives um and like you still unlock stuff as you go but it's like you're sort of picking and choosing like the upgrades that you buy instead of it just being like a random thing as you go through the game um so like yeah so you'll do a mission and it'll be like you know go into this nightclub kill these two guys and then get out but then there'll be like a series of medals you can earn. So one will be like, do it in under 30 seconds. One will be do it without getting seen or do it without taking any damage or, you know, whatever. There's like tons of these different objectives. And you, you don't have to do them all in one go. So you can do a level once and be like, right, so hang on, how do I, how can I do this as quickly as possible? So you think like, right, okay, so if I want to be quick, I can <laughs> equip um like my ability that lets me run faster my ability that lets me run through walls <laughs> and then like something else and but then if you go in stealth there's like all stealth abilities you can pick from and so yeah it's just like every level just like 
it's just really enjoyable, like properly rinsing it. And it's got like, even though like it looks quite basic, like the visuals aren't amazing or anything, and it, it like seems quite simplistic. But then you sort of find yourself doing really entertaining things. Like you sort of you look into one room, and it's like, well, hang on, the door into the room is like in this like in one position and there's a guy stood behind it but on the other side of the room there's an explosive barrel and i can get around to that other side of the room punch through the wall shoot the barrel (laughs) blow the guy up like it's you can be just like a bit creative with it um uh, yeah i was properly enjoying it it was like seven quid in a sale um really like it uh so sorry you might have already said this what what are you playing on uh switch Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah, Fine. yeah. And you sort of, like it. Did, so, what made you go and buy it? Like what? Uh, just because I'd enjoyed Neon or? Chrome, and this looked like a similar thing, but a bit more structured. Um, right, and, okay. And yeah, yeah, and it's it's kind of like it try. It's it is quite funny, but not in the ways it's trying to be. Like it's sort of <laughs> no. in like, like the, the loading. Yeah, like the loading screen tips have like little funny hashtags and stuff that aren't actually that funny. But the main funny thing about the two two main funny things about it one so obviously it's the character sort of based on judge dread but obviously they, did, they haven't got the license so <laughs> but he's like so he's like this sort of so futuristic dread judge dread yeah um this sort of futuristic cyber cop guy but he's got like the judge's like wig on <laughs> and, <laughs> and like his gun is called the gavel and it's like an assault rifle but with like a fucking hammer on the end of it <laughs> that's right <laughs> And yeah, and the replacing certain vowels with the letter Y is just a recurring thing. So you're a jidge and you shoot billets. James and stuff. And it, <laughs> and I can't tell if it's meant to be funny or not. Billets. But it is. Um, so yeah, no, properly enjoying it. Um, just really nice one to just stick on for like five minutes and like, right, let's redo this level, but try and do this objective or, you know. See, I've just um, had a look great. at this, uh, the, some of the pictures of this short, and it does look yeah. identical to Neon Chrome. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they've totally taken all the same assets and stuff yeah. and just <laughs> basically reused Does it have them. any good gins in it? <laughs> um, just ah. that you... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay. So, yeah, been enjoying that. Um, I've also been playing Space Hulk Tactics, which is a weird name, right? Because this is so. This is a recreation of Space Hulk, the board game that has been around for about thirty odd years, um, and is regarded as a bit of a classic. It's um, set in the Warhammer 40k universe, oh, but it's this. <laughs> <laughs> it's this really sort of scaled down. Like, right, you've got a team of like four or five guys, and you are. It's basically like the unofficial Aliens board game in that. You've got a team of space marines and you are working your way around a space station that has got aliens in it. Um, and like you can shoot, but you are very slow. And the aliens can't shoot, but are very fast. Um, and that that's pretty much where the interest is because it's it's sort of asynchronous. So you can play against the AI, but also you can play against other people. And obviously it's really different depending on which side you're playing as. Um, it's kind of... <laughs> like so, so like warhammer space marines look kind of absurd anyway right like the suits of armor are absolutely fucking ridiculous so when you put them in a game where it's like oh yeah each guy is like the entire width of a corridor and they have to spend like a movement point just to fucking turn around because they're in these giant suits of power armor and in this really enclosed space but like that again that's the whole point is that they are sort of slow and clunky but it's all about like you know, you're in all these really tight corridors and it's all about like trying to like figure out like a perfect defense so there's no way the aliens can get to you. 
Um, but like you know, some missions, some missions it'll be like you've got to defend an objective uh, for you know five turns, or whatever. So you figure out like the most efficient way of placing all your guys, so they're watching like every possible angle. But then like sometimes you'll get a mission. It's like well, you've got to get from one side of this map to the other. So you go, okay, well, I'll start out, I'll position all my guys so they're all totally safe and all the angles are covered, and then you've got to be like, right, now we need to start moving. And then, and it's like, so you've created this perfect defense, and then it's like, how do I pick this apart in like the, the, the least shit way possible so i can start moving my guys down the next corridor and onto the next bit and then and it's just yeah like it's a to- it's a classic like i've never played the board game um but like like literally just space hulk but a good version of it on your playstation 4 or pc like that's that is enough hulk. of a sales sales pitch so do, um, do you think for, you're overwhelmed with people. options so when you say okay i've set up the defense or the offense but then he's not sure what ha- what happens next when you see the enemy on the board is that the issue it's it's totally like it's one of those that it's it's really quite elegant in like it's really simple um in that it is just a case of like right well if you know enemies could come from like these two corridors so i'll position this guy watching this way this guy watching this way and then theoretically everyone's safe there are like dice rolls involved that's one of the reasons like board games that involve dice rolls sort of wind me up a bit because it's like you can be as careful as you as possible but still you could just do have a shit dice roll and, and people can die but um so there is an element of that um but yeah like it it's really quite simple on the face of it it's just it gets interesting when you look at the layouts of the levels and stuff and like right well um like if enemies are just coming from this one direction that's piss easy but if they're coming from three different directions then suddenly that's a lot to think about but it's not yeah it's it's not like you know you're sort of agonizing over like every turn or whatever um and there's usually like it's one of those where it sort of accepts that your guys are gonna die every level like that's basically fine like as long as you complete the objectives and don't completely fuck it then it doesn't like judge you it's not like oh you fucking got three of your guys killed so that's you know um as long as you do the objectives it's fine um so yeah it's it's yeah it is just a very good entirely faithful recreation of a classic board game which and like i would recommend it to people who haven't played the original because i never did um, and if you've yeah, got, been, if really you've got played this. the original recommend it to me uh well no you I mean you're different obviously aren't you, dave because thank you you hate nerd shit <laughs> <laughs> you got my personality down to a t there sean but if you've, if you've got uh, yeah, no affiliation it, or, or, or no sort of love for the old board game is it still a decent game in its own right yeah like it is just a, a yeah like a really good um tactical sort of yeah like a digital board game um like especially like if you've enjoyed like XCOM and stuff like it's very much in that vein as i say it's quite sort of scaled back but there's a but in a way that is elegant rather than you know just like oh well there's not a lot to this there's loads to it it's just that it only takes two minutes to explain the rules you know um what else last one uh i've been playing Windjammers because that is out on the switch now um and is still brilliant i've loved this game for a long time so having it on the switch is ace um do, do you guys know much about it have any of you played it no yeah i mean we i, I i'm sure i played it no i played that that uh, that disc the sort of ripoff one on the ps4 oh, was it disc was very jammers good. or disc league or something yeah, yeah, yeah disc yeah, yeah. league or something yeah. like um no but I, I get the basic concept of it and uh it seems like a lot of fun but i've i've never properly been in a situation where i could get into it 
Yeah, it's just it's it's a fascinating game because it's it is a sports game on the face of it, and it's you and someone else chucking a frisbee at each other and trying to get the frisbee behind them so that it hits the back of the arena or whatever, and you score points. But the when you get into it, it's like oh shit, this is actually kind of a fighting game. <laughs> like it's it, the terminology behind it. Like when you really get into it and you learn about the spacing and how the controls work and special moves and stuff, it's like oh no, this actually has more sort of DNA with Street Fighter than like a tennis game or whatever. Um, but like and, you know, and speaking as someone who generally doesn't have the patience of fighting games, like Windjammers is ace. It's it's really simple and easy to get into. But again, like once you like really want to you know if you really want to spend time with it there's a lot there um like i you know when i play against people who actually take it seriously i get fucking rinsed um but it's yeah like it's still like a a classic and i'm really glad like the last couple of years it's had a bit of a resurgence apparently like giant bomb bang on about it a lot yeah they do Um, yeah yeah. jeff is mega into it and he talks about like the the french leagues and stuff like yeah yeah Yeah, for some reason it's fucking massive in france don't know what that's about uh, so obviously, with it being out on the Switch, yeah, I, I'm assuming one of the the major benefits is that it's playable on a single Joy-Con. Uh, ooh, do you know I've not tried, but I would, yeah, I would guess so because there's only basically you've got a stick and like two buttons. That's yeah, the, so the like breaking off and yeah, just playing it yeah, like that would be. Play. Has it got really online cool. play? It has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, does it require Nintendo Online? Ah, uh, do you know I've not checked. I it guess must it do, right? would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Which is a bit of a so problem, yeah, I mean that seems like if you're a big fan of that, to to have that sort of portable one, um, to be able to just break off two yeah. controllers or whatever, because it is it just one v one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean that seems like the perfect sort of game for that sort of stuff. Yeah, right? pretty much. It, yeah, I'm assuming the... there's no performance issues or anything. No, so, I mean it's basically just emulating an old arcade game. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, it seems like a good home for it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it is a classic, and obviously it's it's exciting because they are actually doing a sequel now. Although God knows how that's going to turn out, but um, yeah, never know, Sean. So, 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 be so, so can you see yourself just like okay, well, I've got five minutes. I'll just have a, have a quick have a quick wind jam. Oh, absolutely, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm at doing, a party. Yeah. I'm at a party. I'm at a rooftop party. I'm at a rooftop party. Who fancies jamming the wind? <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, do not say that uh, at a party. Pick John, up line of the year. Do you want to jam the wind? <laughs> Only because you'll be flooded with so many cool people that are like me. I wish to jam the wind. And uh, yeah, like, what's your 24 digits to a nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's me. James. Um, I've played a couple of things. I finished uh, FIFA 19's Journey, which. Oh, congratulations. I was- I was absolutely delighted to get to the end of it because I hated it by the end. Which there's um, a Millwall reference in there, though. That's beautiful. There is. Yeah. I've been thinking about this because you've been keeping quiet about this in front of Sean, and I understand yeah. why. You've been banging on, right? I listened to. Well, actually, I think you mes- mentioned it on the show last week about how long these games are. <laughs> yeah. Like they're actually really, really long. The journeys are like you're saying, like forty hours each. <laughs> Probably. It's, right? it's, yeah, I wouldn't say it's quite that much but it's definitely at least sort of like 20 or so it's oh, so sean's got three of these lined up yeah right yeah. <laughs> but here's here's the thing sean yeah right james was going see the problem is you can skip the training but like if you do that you won't get picked for the team and you'll have rubbish stats mm-hmm. uh, m- my thing is this is an ea game right it's fifa yeah 
Mm. I don't think that's going to matter. No, I think you just... he, won't, he won't have to play any games because he'll just get dropped and then right. he won't even okay, have to fine. do anything. But do you Brilliant. think Perfect. the story caters for that? No, it does. I you bet get it doesn't. The, you get game over like with it. Seriously. No way. No, you do. If you if you, you get, get game over the... if you don't train yourself up enough. No, if you get dropped from the team like repeatedly, you just get released and that's it. You're done. <laughs> oh my god. This is oh, what I'm saying. Sean, you can't. I'm so Can that sorry. be the, the canonical ending of my journey? Sean, <laughs> no, it can't. You've got 60 <laughs> hours of the journey ahead of you. I mean, you. You, can, you can simulate some of it, but not all of it, and you also have to perform in the matches, because if you don't, you yeah. will get dropped, and then you're done. Do you know what's beautiful <laughs> as well? If Sean doesn't complete this within, like, before September... He's got another one to do. <laughs> uh, they've, they've not confirmed another season yet because this was the last it's one. Coming. Yeah, it's, uh... it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it is. Um, no, I mean, I, I would like nothing more than to actually learn to sincerely enjoy it, and then it won't feel like a chore. Yeah, but you're not, fans you're not gonna... of football. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I was saying to Matt like last week, like by the end of this, I was beginning to hate football. Like by the end of this, it's just. <laughs> And I, I love football, and I've been playing these games for years and years, and I just was like, I've, I'm sick of this now. This well, is maybe just... this is, you know, maybe, maybe it'll have the opposite effect. It's like a one-in-one-out rule. You're, like, you're off the football, I'm now into it. That's how... oh, I think Sean is going to come, like, he's a pure football fan. Is there, I assume, the right, like, there's going to be bits where, so I'll do, like, a story-focused bit on the stream and then be like, right now I just have to do some boring shit. And yeah, then I'll just do yeah, you bits have to do the football match for several yeah. hours. Like, you're no, gonna you to... don't take it offline. Okay, you got to do it all online. Yeah, which is like, that's part okay. of it as well. Okay, Sean, how can you ask that when I did roughly sixty <laughs> days of working a forklift? <laughs> <laughs> What's it? Because there was a bug. Yeah, right. but there, was, point. there were points right where I was going. Has anyone got any questions? <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. No, right, fair enough. But I, you see, I'm just saying, Sean, you've got yeah. to prepare yourself for extreme tedium. Like honestly, <laughs> it's like you're gonna. I, I'm really looking forward to watching you play this because it's it's gonna like. I want to see how good you are at like playing something the that is so games. boring, like that you're gonna find really boring and being entertaining <laughs> while you're doing it. This is gonna be if you could <laughs> well, do this that. Is it. Like either either know. that is gonna be the entertainment value, or I'm gonna want to die. Yeah, it's, really, it's, it's going to be really entertaining, which is the entertainment value. <laughs> so, sorted. Um, all right, anything else, James? Uh, also, I finished Paul Panic today, um, oh, yeah. which I've enjoyed, actually. I mean, I, as I said, I went back to it because I'd kind of like... I wouldn't so I hadn't written it off, but I was you know I just left it for a while, and I ended up really, really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, I finished it today, <laughs> and it, it's it's a very good game. Um, I'm going to have to pit up at some point. I think you'll probably like it. The control, I mean, the main problem with it is that the controls are really kind of loose. But I kind of went through this just thinking, I don't really care if I don't like score top marks and everything. I just want to see what wacky, weird stuff's going to come next because there's some really funny bits in it. Especially, I mean, there's this one level that's set on like a pirate ship and like, yeah, as, I saw the, you. Yeah, as the ship's like bucketing around and then it's like your, your cue ball just keeps vomiting over the side and stuff <laughs> like that. It's just, there's lots of stuff like that, which is, it's really good. I mean, there was like one of the last bits that I played, it's like, um, it's like there's like a rock concert going on and then like one of the other parts of it is you like go to a field where everyone's like going to the toilets and everything and it's all just like a mess and just like you know 
festival toilets and stuff and just horrible and yeah it's it's very good it's i really enjoy playing it but um yeah i finished that um the only other thing i've played apart from red dead is i've played fist of the north star which i've started to properly get into now and it's kind of clicked but then what's kind of annoying is also like red dead is out now which is making this a bit difficult because i just started to get into it because i just begun to separate in my mind the similarities with yakuza and i was having a better time with it and there's there's certain aspects of it which I, I'm enjoying more than Yakuza, particularly actually the combat, I would say, because... Which is brilliant in Yakuza, apparently. Go I never, I never said it was brilliant. Gone. No, I never said it was brilliant. I just said that the way you reacted to it is insane. But with this, it's kind of different. <laughs> why? What do you mean, why? Why is it insane the way I reacted to it? Because you put so little time into it. And it's like, it's anyway, I don't want to get into this again. Cause it's hours. Hours. How, how long did you play Stardew Valley, James? at least 20 hours Matt and in fact I went back to that the other day and started playing it and realised again that it's incredibly dull um, <laughs> Then, so the good thing about Echoes really? about, uh, about Fist of the North Star though is that it's got the with the combat it has like the pressure point stuff as well which was obviously one of the main things that Kenshiro has like the hero where it's like it's all like the timing about when you like hit the buttons you hit them at exactly the right time then it does like more spectacular exploding heads and stuff, which is a lot of fun. But it's just a shame because it's, um, you know, Red Dead's out. And I think I'm going to have to do something where I kind of like alternate between the two because I really want to get on with it because I really am enjoying it a lot. And I think it's it's very good. But uh, Red Dead. And that's that's where I'm with that. Red Dead then. Red Dead. Uh, Red Dead. Okay, first of all, let's do this. Where, like, how far into it is everyone? I'm only about two hours in. I'm not that far. Okay, Matt? Yeah, I'm probably about two and a half. I've, I've got to chapter two, and I've done like about half an hour, 40 minutes after that, so yeah, not same, much. About the same as me. Have you both done the train bit? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, train bit's in chapter right, one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay, right, fine. Um, Sean? Uh, I must have done about 10, 15 hours now, I think. Right, wow. so you're, pro- you're definitely ahead of me. I've probably okay. done about six to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah um can i just get this bit out of the way uh the i've been thinking about this a lot actually um when i was going nuts about this the first not evening that i played it um i sort of sent a message out on our group chat just saying you know initial thoughts and james replied with um uh, it's not. I've played it for. I, I haven't played it for long, but it's not really grabbing me at the moment. <laughs> and um, the thing is, all right, in the chat, I was going, oh, God, classic James and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I will say this: like, I can totally understand why someone would play this and not like it, mm-hmm. like not get it straight away. Um, the reason being that the like it's incredibly slow. To begin with, it is incredibly slow. Um, also, the the controls are a problem. There's no overlooking that. I oh, mean, the controls are... Yeah, can I, can, I just, can I just say, because I've got two things that I don't like about this game, like, so far. There's just two right, well, things. Well, we'll get to that. Let's, let's just focus on the controls just for a sec, because we're here. Because that's one of them. And uh, yeah, yeah, the biggest <laughs> the biggest problem with the controls, right, for is me... It's terrible. It's not the... It's not the um, it's not the button layout. It's not the dead zone. It's not the, um, uh, you know, the how slow it is to pan around because most of that is adaptable uh, in the settings. For me, it's the situational, uh, the situational stuff. Absolutely. Um, and and the way that 
one button can do way too much. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different options for one button. Now, I'm hoping that the longer I play this game, the more I get used to it. And I mentioned this to you, Sean, as well. Mm. Um, But uh, there's a mission very early on, but we're not going to go into spoilers or anything. There's a mission very early on um, where you have to make a moral choice, whether to kill someone or, or let them live. Now, on the screen, it comes up, R trigger to aim. Yeah. But it doesn't actually explain that it's only a quick tap of R trigger <laughs> to pull your gun out. Mm. Right? So I held down the R trigger to aim and I shot the bloke. <laughs> and I was like, oh, for fuck, I didn't See, mean to do. And, I, and I did exactly the, thing, the but, same thing. Like, I walked in, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, you know, the place where you go and get bounties. I like, walked yeah. into there and it was like, I, I, I did the same thing and I just shot the sheriff in the head. And then it was just <laughs> that is brilliant. And then it all went to shit. And it's just I was just thinking, how did that happen? That was not at all my intention. And that that's been yeah. my problem as well. Like there's just been so many things that have happened that I've done that have been completely unintentional uh, because well, of this. And I don't know I've if done it explains it. Actually, yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, uh, one of the early missions, you're basically encro- encroaching on a camp, and um, you're, there's dialogue with between. I did that. Yeah, yeah. You and another character, you're walking, you're walking towards this. Or, what are they called? Um, but basically, like a camp of enemies, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're walking down the side, this fin area to get to the place. I wanted to have another have another chat with him just to do that, and I pressed X. I'm playing on Xbox, and that fired my pistol. I <laughs> shot him. He was pissed off, and I alerted all the people we were trying to do a stealthy entrance to. So, yeah. But he didn't say... You know, for me, yeah, for me, annoying. it was... Um, I was. He says, are you going to take the lead, or are you going to send the gang in? Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. it said... <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll take the lead. So I just aimed my gun at one of the guys and shot him. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like... <laughs> Well, I'm taking the lead. I don't. But what I had to do was hold down left trigger, look at him, and then say, "I'll take the lead." Right. Um. That's what <laughs> I was supposed to do. The good thing is, is the game just let me do that, and it carried on. Like there was mm. no repercussions of it, and whatever. It was like, okay, you've decided to do that, and we're all reacting to that now, and that's fine. Um. Uh. The. the I. I like. I understand what I'm saying. Ultimately, with this sort of stuff, where we talk about the negatives towards the game, I can understand that people that go into there's a certain type of person that goes into each game and to completely number one top of their list is gameplay right that's what they talk about that's what they love about games it's the that feeling of a game that um you know the freedom of movement and the freedom of uh like the the actual gunplay is important you know all of that stuff is high on their priority list for the games that they love and this it doesn't not only does it not do anything new with that stuff, um, but it doesn't exactly cater to the sort of standardised formats that we used to, mm. and that's a struggle. And at times it can even feel extremely clunky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know what it's like with Rockstar games when it comes to moving a character about? It's never, It never feels like other games it, it always it's got that trudgy heavy walking stuff um and that's um evident in here and if that pisses you off then this will piss you off because it's very much at the forefront on how you play this game um so yeah i get it i like th- there's a lot of people that will openly um shout out their negative thoughts about um Red Dead, uh, like more so than they would do with other games because so many other people are enjoying it. Um, and I think the main reason why people 
are sitting in that camp and not enjoying it is because of those reasons. It's because of their their high priority with the actual gameplay controls and stuff like that. This this it not only does not cater to um the norm, it the changes that it makes it doesn't feel beneficial. You know what I mean? It's like it's asking at times it asks so much of the player. There are so many options with what you can do with each button that A, it can get confusing, completely jarring, and B, it can fuck up what you're trying to do. There's nothing more frustrating in a game than you trying to do something and the game thinking you're trying to do something else and going with that action. I mean, it happens in FIFA all the time, doesn't it, James, where you're like, you're trying to pass to a player that's two foot in front of you, but suddenly the kick, the player just passes to like someone completely different. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it can happen. No, that's well, I mean, not what, what I'm what, asking. What they could you to do, do, I know, like Spider Man does this, but have like I know it's not as elegant, and that's probably the reason why Rockstar haven't done it. But have like have like a, a little D pad on screen that shows, or, or a control layout that shows you what each of the buttons will do at any given moment. And like even if you go to settings, there's not even a, you can't even look at the controls in settings. And it, it's, it's just, just, like, it's just they they just feel like overly complicated. Like, honestly, yeah, everything feels really, like, obtuse and overly complicated. And that, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get, I mean, this this is the, my main, but that right, the main thing. That right trigger thing sums it up, right? And that's what you're saying, James, is that right trigger, you can pull your gun and aim mm. if you tap it. But if you, like, hold it for just a little bit longer, he'll automatically fire from the hip. And it's kind of like the the difference between what you're trying to do with those actions and then being on the same button is is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you either want to aim your pistol or you want to shoot it, but to put that on the same button is 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 a bit of a like it's really frustrating. And I'm hoping again, I'm hoping that through playing this game for a long time, which I intend to do, that stuff will become second nature and yeah, it won't I'm sure be an we'll get issue used to it, and then it'll make sense. Yeah. Okay, it's it's good that there's the option and so on and so forth. But initially, I was just it's a little bit confusing. Like, did you know? I did. I had to watch a video to find this out. But if you pull out your gun and press up on the D-pad, yeah. he points it towards the air, <laughs> yeah. and then you can shoot towards the air to intimidate people. Yeah. I had no idea that was in the game, and yeah, I don't know if that's told to you that. later on, yeah. but it's there from the start. And it was only because I've watched like one of these. Here's twenty five things I wish I knew. That, that was that was jarring as well. I saw a video. It was like twenty five things I wish I knew before I played Red Dead, and I pressed play, and it was Tamor speaking. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I didn't listen to him. <laughs> but yeah um, like i personally i've not had any issues but clearly anyone can see that yeah mapping pull your gun out to not necessarily shoot someone but also shoot them to the same button is clearly a bad idea yeah um, i mean as well so. as that it, it just feels incredibly slow and, and, and yes you can i've turned like the uh like uh the aim look acceleration all the way to top dead zone to zero i've, I've like suit i've 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 um increased the sensitivity loads and it does feel a lot better but it's still i mean it one of like, the early missions says like okay you go to this area and it says like check check the room check check the building for things and i'm like okay i'm still it's still a bit fiddly to like look around and then hold yeah. down x or find the thing See, that, find that stuff room. hasn't bothered me particularly i've been okay so, so, well, this really old, it felt like also, okay, this feels like a gta like two or three gta's ago the mm. inventory management as well is not great like it's it's also confusing well not confusing but it's just it's cumbersome the way it works i mean i only found out also like today that if you hold down like on ps4 if you like hold down like the options button it brings up the map like oh, straight yeah. away oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Been, that's been in 
Rockstar games for ages, isn't it? Has it? I don't remember it being. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a GTA 5 as well. You hold down the start button and it brings up the map without you having to click map in the menu. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you knew that intuitively. It's just things like that, though, which feel irritating. Like on PS4, why can't I just press, you know, because on on that, the touchpad is used to change the camera angle, but why can't I just have that as the map? Because that's what it is in everything else. You know, it's just much easier. All right, okay. Go on. I mean, the only other thing, the only other problem that I've got with it is I don't think the UI is very good. And I think, and I mean, I'm playing it on PS4 Pro and it's, everything is tiny and really <laughs> difficult to make out. And yeah, I, that's the other problem I've got with it is I just find it a bit difficult to see what is going on in terms of like, you know, like icons and all that kind of thing. And I know some people, are, I don't know, I don't know how people are playing this without any UI at all, because that just sounds like a nightmare yeah. you know, if you're trying to work out what, what you're trying to actually do. But yeah. that, that is something which I've also found irritating is I just... Again, again, that, that hasn't bothered me. And this is where I'm going with this. What I'm saying is that I understand if people don't like that intro. And what I'm saying is that I could understand if people hated the game throughout. What I will say is that I adored the first two hours of this game. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't like it was in spite of these issues that we're, we're chatting about now, uh, because I was so invested. Like what I put when I initially put that stuff at the, in the, in the group chat was that the character act, like the acting, the voice acting, the character animations, the characters, the, 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 the writing itself is so good that at times I'm completely forgetting that I'm playing a game. And and that doesn't mean like, oh, it feels like I'm playing a film. Like, that's <laughs> not the feeling I'm getting from this. The feeling I'm getting from this is that I'm not dragged away for a moment mm. from these characters interacting with each other. I'm so invested in the conversation and what's happening and the story evolving and these characters just performing in front of me that I am not even, it's so far ahead of other games in that regard that it is just, that has completely blown me away, completely blown me away. And I put that on the first night of playing playing it. And since then, and even after it drops the linear stuff and becomes a more open world game, that's just got better. Like, it's just got way better. I mean, you go from watching these characters perform and act and tell this story to reel you in to you walking past people in the street and them reacting to you in different ways. It feels so incredible that I could turn around and look at a guy walking down the street and hate him or or have a soft spot for someone or you know if i see someone struggling with something i can walk up to them and greet them if i can accidentally bump into someone and they start on me i could go no fuck you you know what i mean <laughs> it feels like you are totally part of everything that's going on in this world and it's such a huge step over other open world games and games that do this sort of stuff that it it has blown me away in that regard. Like I, I didn't expect, I expected um, a very, very good Rockstar game. I did not expect them to take such a huge step with this. I mean, even with GTA five, it didn't like, you felt like you were a character in a playground um, as you do with a lot of these sort of uh, uh, open world games in this, you feel like you're a member of this world 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. And obviously you've got, you know, special abilities that people like, and you feel invincible at times because you can just rock up to people and punch them in the face and, and shoot people. And you can do all that stuff, but you feel so embedded in this world because of everyone, like how they're reacting with each other. Like there's so much dialogue where people are going about their daily lives in the city. And so I read an opinion on, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or on a podcast or whatever, where they were saying, this is, this is Shenmue like for now, you know what I mean? Like mm. for 2018. And what they mean by that is that with Shenmue, you get a feeling that these people, these characters aren't just walking around aimlessly in the world, but more that they're living their life. Yeah. Now, when you go back and judge it by today's standards, you don't get that from Shenmue because it's, you know, we're used to more advanced AI now, but that's what that game was doing at that time. Yeah. That was and the this original is exactly. This is exactly what this game is doing. You walk through the town of Valentine and there is so much going on that doesn't feel scripted, feels like characters going about their daily business and you're just drifting through this world on your own story in a world filled with millions of stories, you know, millions of interactions with these characters. And whether there's a lot of smokescreen stuff there, smoke, what they call it, smoke and mirrors there, or it's you know, really legitimate that this shit is very much sort of everyone's experience will be different. Mm. Um, it depends what time you're there and, you know, on, on different things, whatever. It works so well and is so convincing that I've not experienced anything like that in a game before. Like, I've never been so embedded. The closest I think I've come is Mass Effect 2. And even then, it was a bit, you know, stilted a bit. You know, you could see the game behind the world a little bit. Here, it you can't. Like, I don't know how they've done it. And that is an incredible achievement. Incredible. Um, I, I, that, that side of the game has blown me away completely and it's changed the way that I thought I would be playing it. I mean, these games, I usually go mission, mission, story, mission, mission, let's push forward on the story. Here, I, I don't do that and it's intentional that it does it as well because I've done a bunch of missions, right, where it, you'll finish the mission and you'll end up in the middle of nowhere and nowhere to, no way to get back home. Mm. And I even text you, Sean, I said, yeah. this mission here, am I, like, how do I get back? And like Sean was like, I guess you walk. And I was like, okay, I'll walk. But it didn't bother me because I'm part of that world. And I know that I'll come across stuff as I'm walking to that place. And it won't feel like, hey, stranger, can you go and do this for me? Like, I like, don't get me wrong, I like Far Cry 4. But there's a lot of like, okay, here is the stranger character. And he is going to get me to do a fetch quest. And that will give me money. There's none of that in this. Well, like in the brief time that I've played it, you know, the six or seven hours that I've put into it, I've had no, no feeling of that. When I've approached a member of a public, I don't know what I'm getting out of that interaction. And that is so important. Mm. It's so important to create a believable world. And um, I had this 
wonderful moment last night just before I stopped playing where I played this incredible mission, which I'll sort of touch on later. Um, but it basically meant that I en- ended up hung over in the middle of a field. <laughs> no way of getting back. And so I thought, right, I'm actually quite a distance away from camp and I need to get back to camp. What am I going to do? So I, the horse is out of range, so I can't get my horse uh, to come over. So I just started walking. And then there was a stagecoach. So I held the old left trigger. And sort of said, whoa, whoa, excuse me, mate, can I get a lift? And the guy was like, yeah, go on, jump in. Where are you going? Just take me to town. And then I'm sitting in the cab thinking, okay, there's a couple of other characters in there. And I'm sort of looking out the window and whatever. And then I check my map and I'm going nowhere near where I need to go. <laughs> and I thought, hold on, of course, because I've just said, take me to town. I don't know. You don't know, I don't know which, which town. town. <laughs> He's just taking me somewhere. So then I just held Y and I was like, I'm going to get out here. And then I was in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> And that's where I stopped playing because I thought I can't wait to make that journey back to camp. I can't wait to do that. Um, It's like you've got to enjoy that sort of bullshit, I think, haven't you? (laughs) Totally, (laughs) totally. Otherwise, you will be pissed off. There's no apparently, you know, there is a form of fast travel later on down the line. Right at the moment, I ain't seen any of that. I I almost like any of it. There are there are little things where I've discovered that there are shortcuts and little sort of quality of life tweaks that i almost resent like so people have now discovered that if you lose your hat you can just get it back by going to your horse or going to somewhere where you can change your clothes or whatever for about 10 hours i didn't know that was a thing so i would go into town get into a fight in the bar and then like Go home to change. Well, no, I'd like I'd get yeah. I'd start walking out. I don't know where my horse has gone. Ah, fuck it. I'll walk back to camp. Fucking get halfway out of town and then sort of stop and sort of visualize my guy like checking the top of his head and going, oh fucking hell, (laughs) turning (laughs) back, walking back to town, going all the way back to the bar. There's my hat. Fucking. Ugh, there we go. Got Doing my the thing back. where he checks his mobile phone yeah. and pretends that he's, you know, remembered something and yeah. that he's got... Yeah, we've all done that. But I, um, but I really enjoy that sort of shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, to me, that is hilarious so having to do that. Forcing myself to shave. Yeah. Like, I hope I still feel the need to do that, at, like, while I'm playing this game. Yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. that doesn't become irritating because at the moment... I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm enjoying doing it and that it's, it's, um, like, it's brilliant because it's not. You go up to your shaving thing, you select which bit you want to shave and then you shave it off. And it's like, you know, really, it's tedious, if anything. But it's all but adding to the sense of place in the world, isn't it? That's just totally it. Is, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's all in service of making it seem believable. And like, like the fact and that so you can. Far, I'm not hating it. Yeah. Like the fact that some days you can just be like, I could do a mission. Could do a side mission, could just go wandering and see what happens. Could just go into town, buy some new clothes and have a shave and a wash. <laughs> like yeah. a sh- <laughs> mm. And that, yeah, that is, at times, that is equally enjoyable to do. Um, and it, it was like that one, one of the things that I mentioned on my Shenmue stream was that there were times where I wanted to spend a day just dicking about. Yeah. Not doing anything, but going up to characters and chatting to them. Mm-hmm. And, but... Of course, it's, you know, it's a really old game and a lot of the time I was getting repeated dialogue and, you know, I wasn't getting anything out of doing that. Mm. Whereas in this, it's like, no, that is totally an option. Yeah. It's totally an option. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot while I've not been playing it. A, a lot. Yeah. Like I've been thinking, what am I going to do in that game tonight? And that, you know, it's something we touch on a lot on this podcast, but that is such a huge thing yeah. when it, when your brain goes to that place where you, you're excited to enter the world again and decide what adventures you're going to get on rather than I'm going to do that mission tonight. Like, yeah, there's a it's lot like more I, to it. Yeah. Now. I don't think about what I'm going to do. I just put the game back on and then it's like and i don't yeah, think i've done the like the same thing twice in one session it's like it just feels like there's so much to do but not in a you know ubisoft tick everything off on the map sort of way just like just feels like genuine freedom rather than like totally. a list of chores you know <laughs> um so matt faults uh yeah so sadly i've only played about two and a bit hours so i've only really just uh just go out of the of the linear section uh mm. but even like the half an hour i've done where i've started chapter two and i can now wander around the place already i get like a, re- a really fantastic sense of of what this game's about that i hadn't really felt for the first two hours because uh, obviously the first two hours was incredibly scripted and you basically go from mission to mission uh, but now it's in the open world i've already sort of met some random people out out in the world and saved some people i haven't even yet gone into valentine uh or the, the local town i've just explored near near the camp uh talk to the people so uh i'm I've, I've actually got, i'm way more excited for the game in just playing the last half an hour than i was the initial two hours which i thought were a bit slow and i was gonna say i, I could fully understand people not enjoying that opening um i was okay with it but it you don't do a lot do you you hold x no, and follow I, people I, I, <laughs> I guess what, what, what the opening two hours like, did, did do to impress me was was absolutely uh, the writing and the characters. And yeah. I mean, obviously, it's very easy to make make sort of uh, connections with with films like The Hateful Eight. You know, it's it, that's yeah. like oh god, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Set in snow, yeah. the snowy areas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I get, I've got mm-hmm. obviously a ton of Hateful Eight vibes from yeah, yeah, from yeah, the opening. Uh, and uh, graphically, it looks stunning. I, I, and uh, but I, I just I can't wait to see more of it. Just from playing this extra little bit I've done now in the open world, now it feels like the game's opened up. Now I'm excited to see to see what the game has has in store. But yeah, I just haven't had a chance to uh, 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 as as of yet. But yeah, writing already I can tell that uh, uh, that, that it, it you can already tell big differences between the characters just in very early dialogue. And uh, uh, yeah. you, I mean, you <clears> ain't seen that. nothing yet. Like I mean, I mean, there's I I struggle with characters in games. Um, in terms of remembering who everyone is, names, stuff like that. Um, I've just played that, you know, I've seen a lot of comments about how everyone in your camp has a chance to shine. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's the, you will start to grow to love these characters because of what you're, you do with them, uh, throughout the game. Um, and I was kind of like, well, yeah, I get that, but is it really you know have you got to be that type that can remember characters names because there's a lot of characters in this even Mm. in your just your gang or whatever but already there are ones that are starting to glow a bit and then so last night i did a mission i'm not going to go through it right because i I want everyone to experience this themselves i did a mission with lenny (laughs) uh, where we went to the pub and those that have done it will know exactly what i'm talking about um and that highlighted to me how intelligent Rockstar were or are being with this game because there are a million moments in that one. First of all, it's completely out of blue and completely mm. against the tone of the rest of the game that I've played so far. You know, it's just bizarre, right? 
at times. Um, but more importantly, it's consistently surprising. Cause I mean, we mentioned this uh, a bit on GTA five, how, you know, there's that mission where it looks like you're following a car and you can't go too close, but then your engine breaks down and then the mission takes a surprising turn and you're like, okay, this is not what I was expecting going into this mm-hmm. throughout this whole mission. You are going, okay, this is the bit where I do this. And then it just cuts and goes, nope, <laughs> now this is happening. And you're going, right, okay, so now there's this bit, so now this is going to happen in it. Nope, that's not what I was expecting at all. And then it just drops into a comedy for a bit <laughs> and then comes out. It's just, it's like Rockstar saying, we, we're aware of player expectations. Let's try and break them as much as we can. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, there's that, a lot of that's missions. That's the feeling where... I get from this game from the very start. It's yeah. kind of like we're expecting you to go and do this. We're expecting you to go and do that. Let's completely fuck with all expectations that you've gathered from hours and hours of playing other games, and let's ask you to do different things. Let's ask you to shave. Let's ask you to do this. Let's expect. Let's let's make you expect a fight. Instead, we'll cut to this. Like it is just brilliant it's brilliant yeah like, like, uh, and it, like, i mean it, I, I played that whole mission with a massive grin on my face yeah like the number of missions where <laughs> you know obviously it's, it has the typical rockstar thing of like it has markers on your map and i'll have like a character's initials and that is who the mission is for but then so many times you'll go and talk to them and like someone and then someone else just comes in like no fuck that we're doing this come on <laughs> like and it'll just be because someone completely different or you know, as you say you'll you know you'll start out a mission thinking you are doing one particular objective and then just things change um, yeah. and you end up doing something totally different and it but it feels really organic it's not just like constantly like ah actually you're not doing that at all it's just yeah just situations arise and you're you respond to them um that's it someone someone on rollmark um wrote this story so i can't verify because it, it didn't um it didn't happen in my game or it hasn't happened in my game where they spoke to a mission giver and it was look we need to hunt these animals um, and we need them like within the next like, day or two, can you go out and hunt them? So he uh, went off and he went to go hunting, but then other stuff happened and he got caught up in other business mm. or whatever. And for, it wasn't a scripted thing. It was like stranger quests and stuff. And he, he went off and did that stuff. Then he went back to camp and remembered that actually he was supposed to be going hunting and he found that character again, and the character turned around and went, you took too long, I just went in my own in the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, so he lost completing that mission because he got sidetracked. It's taking player expectation and turning it on its head. Mm. And that makes this so exciting because, you know, along with not knowing what char- how characters are going to interact with you and not knowing, um, you know, and feeling very much part of that world, you really don't know what's around the corner. And that's that puts you in a more human, like it, it, it feels way more human. You know what I mean? Your character is not aware of the structure of the game. He is just living out his life the way that you want him to live out that life. Mm. And the world's reacting to what you're doing. Um, and that is, that's, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, are, are any of you playing this with a map off or like turning those assists off? I mean, I'm not. No, nah. I, they're very clever with that. Um, apparently, if you turn the map off, you can briefly bring up the map by pressing up on the D-pad. Um, 
so about, apparently the various different UIs, how clean you want it, how cluttered you want it, it does actually like go more than just turning off the radar. Um, there's two different types of radar. There's like the detailed one that's on by default. There's also a very simplistic one that sort of just tells, like gives you an indication of where you're supposed to go next without um, actually showing you too much. Um, yeah, and as I say, you can turn it off completely and bring it up. You can scale it back to, so you can see more of the map on your mini radar or less of it. Um, so it's pretty, quite clever with that. And, and, the, and have any of you downloaded or used the companion app? I haven't. I don't no, really... I think I want to. Yeah. I've downloaded it, but I've, I haven't actually sort of had it on whilst I've been playing. I, imagine, I haven't got an iPad, but I imagine if, if I had a tablet, it'd be even better. But uh, I think the yeah. idea of having to look at another screen for like UI stuff, just... Nah. Could be bad. Yeah. Could be bad. Um yeah. I'm I mean I'm I'm incredibly excited to crack on with this game. Um you know, we've we've highlighted certain flaws we've had with it and certain things that we're not too keen on, but ultimately my overall feeling is that um this game is forcing me to play a game the way that I don't usually play them. You know, I am taking my time with everything, um, and I feel like I'm getting so much more out of that. Yeah, that, that's so what I'm most excited about. I, I, you know, obviously it's it's like it's November now. You know, tons of games have been out this year. We we played tons uh, in the run up to this game. I, I, obviously, there are other games like Pokemon and some other games which are coming. But it feels like now I can just I can just relax and just play this game and enjoy it for what it is. I don't have to like I don't have to rush through it to talk about on a podcast and rush through the story i can just enjoy this at my own pace and i'm yeah i'm i'm really excited to just just drink it in and lap up the atmosphere and play the game in a relaxed way not have to rush through it to you know get it done and Mm. i can't wait to sort of you know to drink it in and enjoy it in that way yeah how about you james because i mentioned your early comments but have you like are you still in that stage of just not really feeling it yet. No, not at all. Because I, you see, the thing is, I, I didn't. I when I said that, I'd only played it for about half an hour or so. I was nowhere in it at all, and I did completely agree with what you said about being sort of drawn in by like the characters and you know that you know that that side of things. I mean, I found the. I mean, like Matt, I did find the early sections a bit slow going, but not really so much because of the story stuff. But again, that was when the controls were irritating me. And I was just thinking, ah, oh, this is. I felt like that was the barrier that was stopping me from feeling immersed, like in the in the game world at that point. Was the controls were just driving me crazy, but now I've 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 you know I've I've got into like the the city and I've wanted well, you know the city into the into the town and started exploring. I'm enjoying it like significantly more. But like Matt said, you see, I just feel. I need to give this game a lot of time. Like I really mm. want to just give it a lot of time to just sort of to like you said, like exist in this world and to enjoy doing those sorts of things of just like, you know, riding about and stuff like that. And like over this weekend I didn't have time to do that. And it I had a, a bad sort of like weekend of it because it was like it's been half term weekends, like the kids drove me crazy and all that kind of thing. And like by the time it gets to the evening I was like just felt tired and just like I don't I haven't got I'm not in the right mental space to sort of sit here mm-hmm. and immerse myself in this world at the moment. And that's why I just feel like I, I'm not making any judgment on this at all until I've played like for the rest of this week and like being able to sort of sit there and play it and absorb myself in it. Because I completely understand what you mean, like about many aspects of this. I mean, I, I was playing it a bit yesterday 
And I, I see, I, I haven't really bothered with doing any of the main story stuff at all. I've just been going off and seeing what sort of side missions there are. And I ended up on ones where it's like it was taking me to completely other sides of the map. And the stuff that's going on, like just incidental stuff, was fantastic. Like just really interesting. Apart from this one point where I was like riding across, and then these guys just jumped out and just shot me dead. Like, and <laughs> because I couldn't, like, again, controls, I wasn't quick enough to be able to, like, get, you know, get my gun out and defend myself. And that, that was the thing that, like you said, I think if I play this for hours and hours and hours, maybe I'm going to, I mean, definitely I will master, like, the control aspects, you know, eventually. And then I'll feel more confident about it because at the moment I don't feel like confident like walking around the world really um, because I don't feel like I'm fully controlling the character in the way that I'm probably supposed to be being. So I just I just need some more time to sort of adjust to that. But it is, yeah, I mean, beautiful. Yeah, the, the usual things that everyone's saying about it. But I I need more time to really absorb into it. I think I would definitely stand about in the camp for a little bit as well because I did that the other night and. Some of the stuff that was going on mm. was just like wonderful scenes of characters interacting that aren't even scenes, man. They're just the, you know, it's just happening. Like, and you can just listen in and experience like stuff that you prob like some people won't even see. You know, like I, I had a moment where, um, of course, obviously it's not really a spoiler. John Marston's in the game, which means. His son and wife is in the game. Abigail, I think her name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a bit where Abigail lost her son and she's screaming for him and he, he turns up and she hugs him and she's talking, like telling him off for running off. And he's like, no, I was just down there. Stop worrying about me. I can look after myself and all that sort of stuff. And just sitting watching that, you know what I mean? It was like, and that, and that- that's not even part of a scene, but it looks like a cut scene. It's mad. And that that is one of the things, like that kind of thing, like what you were saying about how, you know, back like a long time ago, this is kind of what Shinmu was trying to go for. Like this idea of this is like a living world where, you know, people are like living their lives around you. And they've na- they seem to be nailing this with this. Oh, this God, yeah. And this is where, like, you can't, I mean, I would never claim that, like, the Yakuza games are like that because they're not. Like, you play those games, they feel like you're playing video games. Like, they really do. Yeah. Whereas this, yeah, yeah. this is not like that at all. It, it really does feel like they've, they've attempted to build, like, a real living world, you know, in the same way that, you know, Yu Suzuki tried. And that that's one of the main, like, points of comparison that I think is really different between Shenmue and, like, Yakuza as well, is they're, they're not... It's, it's far too simplistic to just say that there's an evolution of it, because they're not. It's, I mean, the Yakuza games are far more sort of focused on being games, like... Yeah, first of all, whereas yeah, this feels a lot more you know like the yeah, like the which open is world. fine, which is fine. But yeah, that, that, that's I mean, and and the other thing is that it makes such a difference when you're going about your daily business and you're seeing two guys just chatting up against the wall, and you could just walk up to them and say hello, yeah. and they but can it's react never, to you positively like, or negatively. On top of that, it's never just hello, is it? It's always like relevant to what they're saying. Oh yeah, totally. Like it, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll, I mean, like you won't just be like, "Hi, what are you talking about?" It's always like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I I heard such and such a thing or or whatever." Like he chips in with something relevant. It's like that's the the main thing for me is like in terms of the the writing and the animation and stuff. Like the cutscenes are great, um, but they are rock star cutscenes. Like that's what you expect. It's the it's how natural it looks when stuff is just happening in the world and you're talking to people yeah. and like like say so, you know you can be in the camp or whatever and someone will just like start talking at you and it just 
really like really, really gently sort of pulls the camera around but it's not like canned animations it's just characters just talking to each other and moving naturally yeah. and like you can still walk around and turn whichever way you want and like but everything about his his head movements and his gestures and everything all just sort of works and it's fucking i don't know how they've done it it's fucking magic um like it just yeah the, and like you know sometimes when it's leading you into weeks, it, Shons, this is what it gets you mate what? this is what it gets you <laughs> 100 hour work yeah, weeks mate. It, all, it paid off. It's fine. Um, it's all worth it. It's yeah. It's like the way it's yeah. Like so, sometimes it will be sort of pulling you into an a, you know an actual non-interactive cutscene. But even then, the the ways in which it just gets you to stand in the right place or whatever feel like they don't feel intrusive. They don't feel like oh fucking hell, it's taking control off me. There's never that that sort of jarring sense of like oh right, so I guess I'm not actually doing anything. Um, it's just yeah, it's it's unreal um, how they've done it. Um, on the story in general, so no spoilers, but I'm surprised how fascinating I'm finding it. Just because, um, again, this is not a spoiler. This is this is what everyone knew. So this is about the gang that John Marston from Red Dead Redemption, the first one, well, not the first one, you know what I mean, um, used to be in. And Red Dead Redemption is all about him hunting down the last few remaining members of the gang including dutch the leader and you you hear all about how like you know the gang used to be like yeah they were a gang but primarily their thing was just like look we don't want to break the law we just don't recognize it like we just <laughs> like their whole thing yeah. is is freedom if someone needs killing will kill you yeah. yeah um so they're not necessarily bad people um but just in their sort of continued efforts to live like that of course they find themselves increasingly at odds with the rest of the world and basically do end up like like dutch like starts losing his fucking mind because he realizes he is just becoming a fucking savage so you know by the time of red dead redemption they all need putting down and john marston's like reformed to an extent and what have you but this game is set before all that and it's when john's still part of the gang and dutch hasn't lost his mind yet or has he <laughs> like it's this really subtle thing of like he's clearly a decent guy but occasionally like you see the cracks forming yeah and you start hearing stories yeah don't you? like the, one of the main things is that the, the gangs are the gang are starting to gossip about him yeah uh and there's this very much this feeling of hold on do you trust him or not yeah like, exactly you can't not trust he... him he's the gang leader and the, yeah there's a bit of a struggle between people's feelings towards him yeah totally people are starting to gossip and obviously there are other gang members that again you know in in the last red redemption the red dead redemption you had to kill and they sort of basically cause like dutch loses his mind and he like takes other people with him like they just fully go nuts um so yeah so like but obviously in this game they're all your best mates <laughs> and you're like and you're just hanging around with them and it's like oh yeah john's gonna have to kill after these one day and they are going to deserve it um and it's yeah, just brilliantly unnerving because they're like, like I say that they're all your pals and you're enjoying spending time with them. But like, but with the knowledge of what they become is just yeah, really interesting. And of course, we 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 haven't touched on this yet, but god damn, is it one of the best looking games? Holy I've ever shit! Played. Even on my shitty old regular PS4, yeah, mate. Sean, I don't think you could join in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. This is this reminds me of Matt. Do you remember when people were talking about Zelda Breath of the Wild 
And then that that one, the guy would go, oh, yeah, I've really been enjoying it. Uh, I got it on the Wii U. And you, you wouldn't really take him seriously. You'd go, oh, have you? okay, all right, okay, you go and talk to him. Like, anyway, let's talk about the real. That's kind of what this is like, isn't it, Sean? Come uh, on. It's it's like, for me, PS4. it's been yet another reminder, like, don't listen to digital foundry unless you're really into that stuff because it basically isn't the the verdict is that from worst to best it's xbox one ps4 ps4 pro xbox one x is that right yeah, yeah. they're saying there's a huge jump between yeah. the ps4 pro and the xbox one yeah so i'm so, like I mean, right it's so- like i would put james in a camp with you are you you're joking? playing on ps4 pro right? <laughs> are you yeah. joking have you seen this? Especially, okay, Dave, I didn't want to bring this up, but also, mm. Dave, you're the only one without a proper 4K TV. So you're going <laughs> on about this, and you well, haven't even got... proper 4K. Yeah, but it hasn't got HDR, has it? Yeah, but you haven't even got, like, the proper... You are, you're not even playing in 4K. What are you of talking course about? I'm, I'm playing on the PS4 Pro. Yeah, which doesn't do native 4K, you dickhead. It <laughs> yeah, and like you're not doing HDR, so scale. you're not seeing the whole thing either. Well, yeah, I'm missing out on HDR. Fully accept that, but Listen, at least guys, I'm playing in 4K. You've all got lovely you know I mean? big willies. You don't have to do this. It's what fine. are you playing in 1080p? <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. I think you're playing the it in 480i, the mate. Um, <laughs> and it's fucking stunning. Like I've got <laughs> it's, 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 it's in 4K on PS4 Pro. It's just that it's checkerboarded. It's not you know like it's, exactly it's the same. It's not. It's not native 4K, James. It's well, not. You're native. not seeing it in native 4K either, David, because you're because you've got a rubbish TV. So I've <laughs> no, I'm literally. No, I'm literally. I'm literally seeing it in native 4K. That's that. Just just that not is in what HDR. my TV can do. Yeah. Just not in HDR, yeah. I will so, say the so, HDR when you're in a town at night is fucking tremendous. How really would you beautiful. know? I mean, well, you're David watching it in, in about twelve yeah. frames a second. I mean, when yeah, there's the town, two pixels you? I can make out. It's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> one's really bright, one's really dark. It's great. Like if you'd listen to this and you've been put off in any way because you think you've got one of the shit consoles, fuck it. Do not worry about it. Like you will be impressed. Although, make sure you don't watch the ultimate version, the Xbox One X version, <laughs> before playing it on your shitty console, as Sean puts it, because you'll just sit there depressed while playing it. <laughs> like, Sean, Sean, <laughs> Sean, when you tweeted that screenshot and said, yeah. oh, people are saying it looks crap on the PS4, look at this. I just imagined you, like, just crying onto your touchpad. <laughs> like, oh, just look at how good this looks. <laughs> I kind of want to tie you up, right? <laughs> and sit you, no, no, just stop stop there. Sit, you in front, sit you in front of the Xbox One X version, like in uh, Clockwork Orange, you know, putting tricks <laughs> yeah, in your eyes. Open. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then send you home. <laughs> and you'd start playing it and be like, Jesus, this is PS2. No, it's like you can, you can see where corners have been cut. Like, so, you know, like you can get your weapons engraved and stuff. Um. Like the yeah, you know, the detail on them is not fantastic on the regular PS4. Like, look, listen. Obviously, if you're playing this on the PS4, the original PS4, or even the original Xbox One, uh, I'm fucking around. I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know, feel the, like I genuinely think that the original um, Xbox One to... version isn't even in 1080p. I mean, it's like 800. Oh god, yeah, well, yeah. it's like yeah. I mean, is it even HD? It's yeah. <laughs> Well, was the PS4 even 4K? That's the that's the question there. Okay. Well, um, we've got HDR. Man. It's not in 4K though. It's not native. It's not native. I don't even know what that really means. <laughs> <laughs> it's not native. 
<laughs> it was kind of funny though because when it when digital foundry put up those four screenshots it was kind of like oh wow the xbox one x version does look much better the ps4 still you know the ps4 pro still looks pretty good though yeah and the ps4 yeah no i could see you know the jump there but it still looks pretty what the fuck is that <laughs> it's just like xbox one next to it <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean like you could do that with any game that you just zoom in a ridiculous amount into the distance but i yeah. have been blown away by how good it looks i mean there's it's one of those games that i will get out and show people that aren't into video games and go just yeah. look at that although i tried that with joe <laughs> i went joe just look at that look at how good it looks and she was like yeah great she didn't even look at it. it was like when she walks into the room and goes should i wear this or this and i'm not even looking and i just the first one <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah, say, yeah, not really seen, Lou's not seen <laughs> yeah, much yeah. of it she was with me for about 10 minutes and i was just playing it and i was just chatting to some guy uh, like by the side of the road <laughs> and he just goes oh my god is your horse shitting and oh yeah god i know was. That. there was a, there was a bit where like there's a cut scene where or it was one of those like half cut scenes where you're mm. actually it's all in game it's not yeah. a proper cut scene or whatever um where our horses went up to the side of the thing and two of them were shitting at the same, <laughs> at the same time and i was like I, that's the first time i've seen a horse shit in a game and it was just like there right on the screen it was mad <laughs> uh yeah i cannot wait to play more of this it's a, mm. it's a shame because you know, I, I, I hope we've kind of told you something that you haven't heard a million places before. Um, that's what I tried to do with this, uh, <laughs> with this rant. Um, but I, I mean, it's a shame we can't go deeper into it because I mean, it's still like, you know, six or seven hours in, it still feels like I've barely touched it. Yeah. Like really feels like I've barely touched it. I've be essentially been to one town. Um, and that, have you, that's, have you like that's sort of panned around the map a bit to get a feel for how fucking massive it is? Well, yeah, and I mean, I had a situation when I was on that stagecoach. One of the reasons where I, I was like, "Oh my god, I've got to get off this and can't just sit on it," mm. was because I was entering an area where I was wanted dead or alive, right, and yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that's a, right. Let's not go there just yet. Yeah. Let's just deal with my local area. I'll go into Valentine a little bit, and then uh, yeah, I mean." God damn. God damn. What what a game so far. Mm. Uh I yeah. I think we're all very excited to get back to it. Yeah man. Definitely. Can we it's stop? Probably enough, Can we stop now? Yeah. Well, we've got questions Fucking and hell. tweets. <clears throat> yeah, we ain't got too many. Should be alright. How long have we been recording for? Not that it's long. Two hours. It's bang on two hours. Two hours, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Alright, James. No, but it's what, the, like oh, it's the hour, isn't it? It's annoying. I mean it's like the way that the, the the clocks have changed is it is annoying. But James, that was like two days ago. <laughs> I know, but it's like quarter past. It's quarter past eleven, but actually it's quarter past twelve. No, it's oh, actually no, quarter it's past not, eleven. James, you don't get jet lag from daylight it savings time. <laughs> you do when you get woken up at half past four instead of half past five by your son every exactly morning. Exactly what happened to me yesterday. I'm still alive. Whatever. You know what I mean? Deal with it. Whatever. Suck it up. Emails. You're in such a privileged position to be on this podcast. If you've... <laughs> what is the matter with you? Plucks you if... out of obscurity. Go on. <laughs> if you want to send us an email, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Nick Hannon has done exactly that. 
He says, he says, hi, experienced Destiny players. I've never played either Destiny or any MMO. I want to get into Destiny 1 or 2 for the enjoyable shooting and grinding. I've no interest in playing with friends or strangers. I just want to solo. Which would you recommend to a newcomer in late 2018? A different game. <laughs> <laughs> now, Destiny really? 2, you, you can play MMO, it on your own. But... I pretty much just play Destiny 2 on my own. Oh, man. Okay. And Destiny 2's got and even the, the really brilliant single-player campaign. So, yeah. Which all people forget. It's all right, man. And like all the, you know, there's they've they've added so much shit to do now. To like, even when you get to the end game stuff, and you're ticking off like daily challenges just to get more, like you know, decent gear. Pretty much all of those you can do on your own. Um, There's like there's certain modes. Like obviously there's the raid and there's the nightfall um, strikes and stuff that you do need to partner up with other people but then they've added the whole guided games thing which is i've used and is okay you do have to wait quite a while though if you're just on your own and you want two people to give you a hand um get yourself to a decent level and join the discord yeah yeah plenty of people in the discord playing they'll probably give you a hand absolutely yeah unless I you mean, really they... don't want to play with other people which seems to be the case but um oh yeah yeah but oh, no God. it's it's fucking grand like if yeah if you want enjoyable shooting and grinding Goodness me, you will be catered for. Um, so yeah, and I've seen yeah, a few people really say that actually too. this new Forsaken expansion is actually it, it's done more and it's better than the Taken King was at the time. It yeah, does sort of yeah, make me think. Oh, mm. I mean, it's, it's very now. good. I mean, too far, yeah, I mean, Red Dead's sort of torpedoed it now. I think, um, but I'll quite for a while. Go but it's that ga- it's that game, isn't it? That <coughs> yeah, exactly. Someone will go. Do you want just put? Destiny back on, and then yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's you for a month. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Uh, right, okay. tweets uh, at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Sean Thomas, uh, question for the show: Bought Dark Souls this week, and I'm experiencing it for the first time and watching bits of Matt's stream, which is pretty handy. Any pointers for us, uh, us switch newcomers up to the Capra Demon? Um, so Capra Demon's an absolute fucker, or rather, he isn't. It's the the room that he's in makes yep. him really difficult like you, when you mention capra demon to like series veterans or whatever they're like oh did you know he's actually uh just a normal enemy later on so yeah but he's not a problem later on because he's in big open areas and he's not actually that hard it's just that fucking room because he's got such a wide swing on his attacks and it's just a tiny fucking room and there's those bloody two dogs as well um i don't know general dark souls tips um upgrade your gear rather than leveling up generally i mean do both but you know prioritize leveling up your gear that's really important um fuck it i don't know what else guys i can't really in terms of general i mean check out dark calls yeah that's still that's still up i've just checked actually because i know that a lot of joypod stuff got taken down recently but the dark calls episodes are still up so uh yeah i would uh google like listen to our podcast because that was if you've not heard of it it was where James was playing Dark Souls for the first time, he wasn't allowed to look at uh, any um, uh, guides or anything. All he could do is call me, who had completed it a year prior and was going off of memory. Um, <laughs> and yeah, hilarity ensued. But uh, yeah, that's what that's worth a listen to <laughs> pl- play along with it. You know what I mean? Because mm. there are spoilers and stuff. Although you won't, like, spoiling Dark Souls is weird because you won't actually get anything spoiled because you won't fucking understand it until you've completed the game. But, um, yeah, I would I would play along with James because that's an option. Yeah, I mean... Uh, tips, though, I don't know. Just don't listen to anyone because the, uh, Dark Souls is one of those 
um, games that's incredibly deep. Mm. Um, and everyone's got loads of advice on how to play it. However, when they offer that advice, it's based on stuff, you know, that like, they've played for hours and, and hours. They, it's yeah. not for, like, beginners. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only advice I really got from you guys when I was chatting to you and Andy mm. about it as I was playing through on my first run mm. was where to go. Like, that yeah. was it. Um, yeah. And you will need help with that, definitely. Mm-hmm. Where to go next. Um, but that's all you need. Don't worry about all the what your build should be, what weapons you should be using. You know, you'll you'll get through that. You'll you know you'll find. Yeah, and so much way. of that is just personal preference anyway. Like, yeah, I know people who've quite happily finished the game with weapons that I think are awful, but they're just you know. Well, pyromancy. Some people swear by yeah. it, but I just I didn't touch that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's it. Matt? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Spook Summer Haze. Yeah. Oh, God, sorry. No, I haven't really got any tips because yep. I, I was mostly useless throughout. But I, I guess I'll just say <laughs> take your time and uh, and don't freak out when enemies start killing you because, as everyone says, it's about le- learning how the enemies react well and it's like going in and getting smashed. And most yeah, of yeah. the 80% of my deaths were when I went in and wasn't really thinking, wasn't really you know learning what, what the game was about. But uh, yeah, incredible mm. game. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yes. fouls summon on Ornstein and Smo, eh, Matt? Yeah, whatever's needed, whatever's needed to get you through it. <laughs> Spook Summerhaze, enemy of bears at Boscalilli says, "What would you write on a new fifty p coin given the chance?" Mm. So is this the uh, is this the new Brexit coin? This is the horrible, ridiculous, what is unbelievable. What, what they're this? doing? Uh, this what is the some campaign, you know, to get like a. a I mean. You know, they wanted to take back control and they're getting a new 50p. You know, it's right. Like, okay. It's just... So, what are they suggesting putting on it? It says something like friends to all nations or something like that. What? It's, yeah. Which is a <laughs> joke. the consider- very act of us turning our backs on our yeah, closest yeah, it's, it's, it's friends the to all nations, is, you know. but as long as you don't fucking move it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just you know, friend it's that you the don't invite over. Yeah. Um, what would I put on a 50p coin? We haven't got like a mantra for the show, have we? Thanks for living it. <laughs> Thanks for living it. Fuck, Thanks yes, for living have. it would be good. Have. I would put, you can't even get a Mars bar with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'd put on mine. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be just think like, you know, we fucked it or something like that, isn't it? It's just, you know. <laughs> sorry. <worse>. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this this will be worth 20p soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, right, uh, last 20p. one, Kurt Lewin at angry underscore Kurt says, if you had to make the PS1 Mini as unsellable as possible, what games would you put on Good it? Good fucking question. Yeah, now we, we got another tweet that wasn't an answer to this, but I have to give him credit from Metagalactic Mr. Devlin at Magic Bane. Yeah, said the full uh, Net Yarose collection, <laughs> which is <laughs> a superb answer to this question. So, so that was... So that was so they did like a a PlayStation that you could basically develop on, but you could buy it, like you know consumers could buy it. I don't think there were that many of them. Obviously, didn't sell that well. I think they cost like seven hundred quid or yeah. something. But but, but um, also they also they were black at the time, and that's right. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. they looked amazing. Therefore, but cool. they were like yeah. four. So yeah. they were think that six hundred quid or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But um, but basically, all you could really do is like sort of funny little demos with it but people did and i think like occasionally like you, your official playstation mag or whatever would just come with like a shitload of um Yorose demos 
And there, like, there's some. I seem to remember there was some enjoyable stuff on there. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I mean, nothing... I've, I've seen a couple of videos where they've they've talked about some of the the good stuff that did come from that. And oh. there were some people that got into like the industry and everything through like making yeah, like okay. games. Oh, yeah, there were there done. was some good stuff there. Yeah. Okay, so what are like the standout joke games of that generation? Because I can't think of any. Busby, Busby 3D, that's, Busby that's... 3D. Yeah, that was yeah. one. It's funny though, isn't it? Like, because there was definitely loads of total dog shit on the PlayStation. Yeah, but I just can't remember any of it. Which well, is all those things like, all those, like Barbie games and stuff. Isn't yeah, and all that kind of stuff, which no one cares about. Yeah, it's uh, you know. Was Pippa Fennell over on it? Probably. Did that She's all over the, the shop. DS? Did it start on the DS though? That might be before. Should nah, we it probably wasn't on a PS One game. <laughs> probably wasn't a PS One game. Sure. I'm, I'm looking it up. You, you guys carry on. <laughs> yeah, I'm also looking at lists, and it's like most of the games are so shit. I, I mean, like things like Ski Air Mix. I mean, I don't even remember these games, but <laughs> terrible. Ski Air Mix. Terrible. There must have also wasn't. It was more PS2 when all those. When do you remember Extreme Sports became oh, like yeah. a huge thing because of Tony Hawk's? Well, I, um, I, I, but I think I, I was going to say the bouncer, but then obviously that was also PS2. That's PS2. Yeah. 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 Sorry, it's, it's not tough, the tough greatest thing, but I, I would question. love I would love someone to come back for a list of top fifteen worst games ever for PS One. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure, I'm sure someone's got any suggestions and, and have yeah. the one within like a week of launch. Anyway, yeah. it looks like it's yeah. It started with the the DS and PS Two. Pippa Fennel. Yeah, full so. Pippa Fennel. Uh, there is a game called Hooters Road Trip. So, oh my <laughs> god, fuck, that's going on there. That sounds amazing. I'm going to look Mortal at that. Mortal Kombat Special after. Forces, which was the brawler, I think. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of those. Yeah, they, yeah, that was when they tried to sort of diversify, and it was it was awful. It was, <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, well when they did, they did those, um, classic, then there's going to be a massive list of the worst games. There was <laughs> on PlayStation Two. There was Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. That's a good fucking game. That's a brawler. Um, that's actually pretty great. I do remember yeah. that actually. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, but it's not remotely an answer to the question. I'm only interested in getting one of these PS Classics, by the way. I'm all right, no, I think. No. Okay, and uh, <laughs> that's the end of the show this week. Uh, we will catch you next week. Uh, Matt, have you got anything to say for yourself? Yeah, so James and I are going to do a portal stream this Thursday night. Um, we did one last week, uh, and both James and I were pretty stuck on it. Weren't we, James? Yeah, we got especially yeah, towards the end. It was ridiculous. Although we did get, a was, I got angry because people were telling you the fucking solutions. Isn't the whole point? I couldn't even see that. Were struggle? they doing that, Matt? Were they telling us what well, to do? Because I didn't see um, any of that. Uh, they were like, "Remember, you can shoot. You can knock the laser turrets over." Like it's like, no, don't tell him anything. <laughs> anyway, just watch uh, yeah, him struggle. So we struggled. We did. We did get through a couple, but then uh, Phil will actually mentioned. He said, um, "Just watch the whole thing." Honestly, surprised neither you twigged that those were the post-game levels. Just take the first vid. And you you got to level. You got to room seven on course two, but we must have. Um, we must have gone to some post-game stuff. So I don't know how. Yeah, that I don't happened. know either. So, so mean, next time we stream us, which could be this Thursday at nine o'clock, at twitch.tv slash the computer game show, we'll find a way to get back to room eight on course two. So we're not doing the end game stuff because uh, it was pretty frustrating. I, I still enjoyed it because it's an amazing game and it's always fun to stream with James. But uh, yeah, it was pretty difficult. Anyway, this Thursday night, Portal Two, we're going to continue it. Hopefully, on the less hard. Um, on the less hard on, uh, uh, less hard uh, rooms. Uh, Dave, do you say you? I'm surprised you say it's always fun to stream with James because 
the amount of times you would say, oh, I know what to do. Um, well, okay, let's do this. And James, James would be like, no, 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 no. Uh, I've got it. Let me think. <laughs> it just completely fobbed you off. <laughs> yeah, but I've still got through some of the early ones. I've, I mean, I've got an idea. No, yeah, but yeah. let me uh, have a little think about <laughs> this. A proper James so well. Farley thing. Um, Dave, you say you're, you're going to hopefully start Shemu 2 this week, you reckon? Yeah, it should happen this week. Awesome. It should happen this week. I mean, I'm bang up for it. I'm genuinely looking forward to it. Uh, so uh, it'll happen. Those streams, if you don't watch on live, they'll also be on a YouTube channel. So just search for the computer game show. We're, we're, we're currently trying to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. We're like 40 or 50 odd behind. So find us on the app or on, or, or on the website and subscribe if you haven't already. And of course, the podcast is available everywhere. But if you want to leave us a review on Apple, on Apple Podcasts, that would really. That would really, that would really be nice. So leave us a five star review or whatever you want, but leave us a review is is the main thing. That's yes, please. It. If you've not, if you've got a YouTube account, please subscribe to our channel because we just got to get over that threshold and then things can start happening. So um, I mean, the way yeah. YouTube works, you probably won't even see any of our videos. So don't worry about it. Exactly. Just subscribe. Yeah, exactly. It's really important to you know really important <laughs> you to, to find the we'll, subscribe. We'll be <laughs> hidden, hidden under the notifications saying, "Do you?" trying new premium <laughs> no uh that's it we're done for the week we will catch you next week thanks for living it uh have a rootin' tootin' time and also because this is out on halloween a scary one let's <laughs> <laughs> stop dot james say <laughs> goodbye bye 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 <laughs> Ah, that was good. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, right. Oh, Enjoyed that. Shattered. Oh, yeah, man, same. by the way, that, I'm not going to spoil it for you, uh, right? Hang, uh, hang but, on, I'll be back in a minute. Hang on. Uh, Where's he going? I don't know. See, what I'm not happy about with tonight is the fact that the hour has made this even later. Just, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> awful. I realised yesterday that, like, having a chit... Uh, a chid? Child, kid, uh, it means that it, having the extra hour just means nothing anymore, it's does awful. it? No, sure. it it's awful. No, it's even worse because they yeah. get up and they think <laughs> it's up half earlier. past five. It's yeah. not. Hello, yeah. It's half past yeah. four. Yeah. Matt. Matt. Fuck's sake, I want to go to bed. What are you doing? Matt. It's Matt. Fuck.